Hey everybody and welcome to episode 467 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparez, coming to you from the David Reinhardt Memorial Studio of the Airwaves. If you want it to be the U Memorial Studio of the Airwaves, go to patreon.com slash laser time and join us at the $20 level. Who is joining me now? Super absorbent! Chris Antista making a bad Gilbert Godfrey impression ah, reference. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, state Gilbert Godfrey. R.I.P. Missed that guy already. And simply, cleanly, Maddie Allen. That's my Gilbert there. Uh, all right, I guess you're going for a theme this week. And special guest, you fools! You fools. <laughs> T.L. Foster. Uh... Hey, uh, I, hey, I was very bummed about Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, everybody was. Like, that was such a weird thing. Like, it just popped up on his Twitter account like seven minutes ago. I was like, is this a prank? What the fuck is yeah. this? It's sort yeah. of the most Gilbert Godfrey way to die, though. Like, that is just so, like, the perfect Gilbert Godfrey way to go. It's just like, yeah, you know, he's an understated, humble comedian. I have that, to leave yeah. now. If you, yeah. If you hear he's his just podcast, been there. My whole life. planet needs me. Are we that's, done? Ooh, that's like, a good Gilbert. Oh, thank wow. you. Uh, Tio, where can people find you? Uh, nowhere. Uh, I, no, I do a podcast called Life in the Pool House. Me, Sonia Valentine, we go episode by episode through Fresh Rits of Bel-Air. It's a really good time. And also, very soon, Robert Beach, myself, Dylan Tierney, kind of heading up the effort, but a lot of our P&B people, we are pivoting to video. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're working on a new project. Were things that uh, bad with your previous project? You had to pivot to video because that's your so that's, bad sign for that's, a website. That's the that's the joke. The joke is uh, it is PTV pivot to video. We are working, oh, wow. uh, getting everything through. Hey man, you got to use those add out. You, know, you got to use those um, anagrams words. I don't know what they are. I'm a professional. <laughs> uh, we, it's called an acronym. <laughs> I don't know words, man. So. <laughs> Dylan and I started doing a Let's Play, so it's Dylan, Robert, and myself, of Pokemon Inclement Emerald, which is a ROM hack of Pokemon. It's very hard. It's very fun. We got a lot of other projects in the way, so boom. Keep it locked. All right, you heard it it. first. uh, Pokemon (laughs) make TL very hard. Got it. Gotcha. Um... Okay, we're going to go past that. But yeah, <laughs> other than that, that's it. Oh yeah, also, I started a newsletter. That's another thing. Ah, congrats. Co-fee.com slash TurboBison. All that. If you go there, you don't have to give me a coffee. The newsletter is free. It will be up there. I'm writing about all this stuff. First first one, I'm going to be defending my March 64 take. So, mm. enjoy that. <laughs> Blocked, unsubscribe, blocked. Ending <laughs> a bad take. I don't know if it's it, a bad take, it but I'm going to make it. It can't be worse than that NYT thing on Elden Ring. Oh, oh man. Read that. Stupid not having New York Times subscription. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just use uh, the reader yeah. view on, on iOS. Does that yeah. work? It yeah, it works. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Or, you know, you if didn't you just, miss much, by the if way. You, uh, if you had uh, toggle JavaScript, you know. Like, I like the response piece Washington Post wrote. It's just like, yes, fight, fight, yeah, fight, that, fight. That was surprising <laughs> because that's the sort of thing that I would expect to see like on Medium or something, not in another paper of record on the same day. That yeah. was crazy. And About they made Elden. New York Times like updated that article to they, they toned back their, yeah. their statement a little bit about Elden Ring would only be successful after a pandemic. Like, what? Are you are you nuts? Yeah, Get out of like here. it would only have this cultural cachet in the current era instead. I will say, if anyone's going after the writer, like it's not a great written, but like that's on the editor. It shouldn't yeah, don't, have, don't go after it the should, writer. Yeah, don't go after the writer. It's a really dumb thing. 
But, and that's kind of the point of my Mario 64 piece. Hey, people have very wildly differing opinions. Nothing is about it should be make you mad. You should be like, oh, this is a dumb thing, and then go on with your day. But you, Instead of being triggered when I say Mario 64 is bad, it's internet. True, it's true it's on the editor, but also, like... Yeah, that Michael linked us to a great thread. I forget, I forget who was doing the thread where Patrick they're pointing Klepek, out like, I think. Yeah. Uh, no, it was before the Patrick oh, Klepek okay. thread about. It was about the New York Times piece where they explaining why the editing was so poor on that particular piece, and it explains like basically the New York Times has not figured out how to cover games. Like sometimes it's in the tech section, sometimes it's in the entertainment oh, yeah. section. Chris, Chris Plant, I think, is the one. That the that the editors can't be bothered to understand video games, and so like for them, like oh, this is great writing, and it's. Just like if you knew if you had anyone on staff who knew anything about video games, they would have been able to write ten times a better piece, but you don't, and yeah. that's a problem. I, I thought you meant the thread that was talking about like here's why they might have used handheld cell phone video for the oh. embedded video rather than like direct capture or screenshots. And I still think that there was a video of a bird killing a person. They could have just asked me because I had the best video of a bird <laughs> killing me. I'm literally well, on a ledge, peeking over the ledge to see, oh, can I fall down there? A bird swoops up from behind me and knocks me off well, the ledge. The, the it's thinking very... is that like the, the um, legal departments at these bigger publications are approaching it like they would TV or movies where like you can get in trouble for reposting clips from those. Whereas with video games, it's like, no, they don't care. Post clips. That's what they want. They want people to see the game in, in action. Uh, Japanese publishers, though? I mean, mm. they don't want you streaming their game. But also, is the, so their solution... Their YouTube videos. Their solution is doing what people do to get around streaming UFC fights, like on Periscope, <laughs> where they're showing you their yeah. cell phone capture of the uh, game and thinking yes. that's okay. Or how I'm going to have to see the Batman, because I haven't been able to get to a theater. Like a nice, <laughs> That's nice coming to Max version. in like two weeks, dude. It's, in, two, in two days. What are you talking really? about? Is it really? It's nice. like, uh, I think April 17th is coming to HBO Max. It's, it's the Batman. It just sneaks up on you. Yeah. Oh, I'm what I'm doing Marking the Sunday. first Batman movie I didn't see in the theater since mm. 1989. Well, it was very dark. So you, at home, you can turn the brightness on your TV. Yeah. Hell uh, yeah. I can also give my own, myself an intermission. I did not see that movie because I wasn't sitting in a movie for three hours for Batman. I'm I saw that I movie with it. Diamond Dog Dave Rudden and had a splendid time. Y'all don't have a Diamond Dog Dave Rudden at our disposal. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do my Batman <laughs> impression now. This is where I saw my parents die, <laughs> Raphael! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Martha, why did you say that name? <laughs> pearls, pearls were hitting the ground, and then he shit in the <laughs> whore's mouth. <laughs> Where did you? Oh, I can't do it. Oh, I mean, whatever. I'm, not either, I'm, I'm, I'm not wishing I had it. taken your advice and grabbed clips from that Game Informer video oh of him God. like doing voiceovers for all the video games. That was. Can great. you do yours, <laughs> yours the, Michael? Do him yeah. saying Agro's name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things uh, I shared, so somebody did like a, um, uh, and I forgot the person, I don't want to miscredit them, uh, did like a video like talking about Dragon Quest Eleven, like, uh, no, Dragon Quest Ten, like how it's never going through, and like in his video review, he got a cameo of Gilbert Gottfried saying... <laughs> Dragon Quest Ten is never getting translated in, in, in English, wow. and Gilbert Gottfried on the cameo said... Hey, I didn't feel right, so I gave you another pass-through. Gave himself, like, a, a second cut of him giving that wow. phrase to it. 
He is literally that is not a cheap cameo, or at least it wasn't. I I had a coworker. I I posted that video of him doing the video game reads, and a coworker posted a cameo they had commissioned of him shouting out our recruiting and HR department at work. It's it's amazing. And uh, a PC gamer posted. I never saw this. That at some point Microsoft canonically made him the voice of Clippy. The shut (laughs) up. After after they retired it, but they they did these a couple of cartoons and appearances with Gilbert being. Clippy. Uh, yeah, look it up on PC Gaming. The Walt Disney World special with him doing the Tower of Terror-like introduction is amazing. Like, what did you say, Chris? It's like, how you'd like to think of him in heaven, like, going up to the counter, like, where's, where's the, the pool? <laughs> uh, watch it. He is masterful in the, the masterpiece problem, child. Just watch yeah, that. This I, yeah. Cool. It's, yeah. I, I, I just, I know we were going so long to go with Godfrey, but I just, like, of growing up seeing Problem Child at a very young age and then going right into Aladdin, which was probably like my first fucking favorite movie. And mm-hmm. you're just like, it's like Gilbert Godfrey. And then like, he also did the cartoon and it's just like, yeah. no, I just, I can't yeah. imagine. Also, also watch, did Kingdom Hearts. Watch me yeah. bring it back around to tie back with our show. Yes. He also voiced the character of Iago in a few Kingdom Hearts games. I don't want to talk. <laughs> yeah, that, that that thing got announced this uh-huh. week. That's neat. That'll be in our news segment. I, I still just like, that. what are you doing? Like that game. Like we'll get there Chris. until you see a printed box. Never announce a Kingdom Heart game. Like Chris, what are you doing? Chris will get. There. Oh yeah, the, <laughs> I, I have thoughts. What are you I, doing? I have very bad thoughts. I'm Why so mad. This? Why is his feet in the trailer? Why is it just bare naked? So they feet can show the that trailer? they're smaller and not as big as the shoes. <sighs> let me face, let me face, let me face, let me face my fears to you. Follows the Bart Simpson quote. He has little feet, like all good people. That old crusty thing, remember? Just let the uh, man make Versus 13 so he can fuck off mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. He just well, he's, he's made it 13. like four times. They, it yeah. just has a different name each time he makes mm-hmm. that game. This sprang out of a discussion about Kingdom Hearts and one of the other games on our list. I'm not going to really say how, but we decided this week to talk about <laughs> our least favorite parts of beloved games. Like, this is a game that's like, oh, it's it's a damn near masterpiece, but there's always that one bit that is like, not only was not that enjoyable, it stands out as terrible, and like, everybody calls it out. This is a bad example, and I didn't put it in the news, but um, it's actually, I love this part, but uh, do you guys see the news item that <laughs> there's a hack or something for Metal Gear Solid 3 that lets you skip the ladder sequence? Like huh. that sequence is amazing because that's when like Snake Eater the song yeah, plays and it's yeah. a very long sequence. But, but you know, uh, if you're yeah. a YouTuber and you have to turn off all the music for copyright reasons, it's yeah, a true, snake climbing true. a very long yeah. ladder. Yeah. So some people might have been annoyed at that sequence. So that would be an example of a part of a very good game that you might just just hate and you can't tolerate it anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Or or another one that did not make the list, the opening hours of Red Dead Redemption 2, where you're slogging mm. through the snow very slowly, trying to follow a light in, in a heavy snowstorm. It's yeah. A literal slog. There's a so literal slog. Why were they why do they leash you like that? It, it's man, I didn't mind it. It's it looks yeah, gorgeous. It looks really good. Yeah. It but, sucks. But yeah, <laughs> is that the best way to introduce players to your game? It I would have rather like the dev team was like, we spent how long working on the snow tech? 
fucking put it up front. Mm-hmm. I would they rather have to see the snow tech. I would rather it had been a cutscene instead of me having to move. Yeah. And this game like, could have been a cutscene. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. Yes. Well, I mean that that's because it was more to introduce you to the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To true, introduce true. you to any gameplay. So yeah. it probably could have been a cutscene. Yeah. <sighs> but we will get into this top five right after this. Hey everybody, it's me, the raccoon that used to live under Chris's porch until Chris came to me and said, we're moving in a new direction and that direction is east, far away from you and your piles of rat skulls and terrible songs. Some of you may not remember me. I used to be Vigigame Apocalypse's mascot years and years ago. And while it's been a long time since I've been active, the hosts came to me and said, hey, we figure a few minutes from you would be more entertaining than dead air this week, so can you maybe do a little shtick and tell people more about the show? So yeah, here I am to tell you all how to support this group of ingrates that think they can just kick me off the show, ignore my endless texts for years and years, and then bring me back on like nothing's happened. First and foremost, visit their stupid Patreon, patreon.com slash lasertime, where you can sign up to pay actual money for stuff you won't find anywhere else, including shows from these guys going into depth about video games that they, a bunch of losers in their 40s, enjoy playing. Also, you can go onto your podcast app of choice and leave a review. Five-star reviews only, please. You know the drill. Bad things will happen if it's less than that. I'll come to your house and stare at you. You won't see it because it'll be through the nearest window, but you'll know that I was there. Why? Because there'll be remnants of something that you don't want to see piled, and you'll think it's a cat. You will think it's a cat. Cats do this, but it's me. It's me and my army of unseen raccoons. But what you can really do to help us is just tell a friend about the show. You've got a friend who likes video games and they're like, oh man, I wish they were good podcasts to listen to. Guess what, freak? Listen to video game Apocalypse. That's what you say. Insult them and end your friendship. As long as they hear about us, that's the important thing. Anyway, I'm being chased off with a broom, so see you never, kids. And we're back to talk about what? The worst parts of games of all time. Yes, Parts of games we did not like because our tastes are far too august. Uh, Let's begin with... (laughs) Number five. Talk about near-death experience. Ashley, get out of there! Uh, if you don't know what this is, you need to expand your repertoire of gaming knowledge. But what you, is this? Probably. I mean, you've never you've never played a video game in the last <laughs> 15, 20 years. Uh, that is Resident Evil Four. Yes, mm. and and that would the the annoying thing is not just Ashley. Although I know a lot of people don't like Ashley, but there is a bit where you have to play as her very briefly and. During that moment, like, the the dynamic of the game completely shifts. Like, it's always been scary, but, you know, you were heavily armed and could sort of deal with threats. Now you're just running as a defenseless girl through these dark corridors. Not entirely defenseless. There, there is a bit where you're in a study and you can defend yourself by throwing vases, I guess, at, at these uh, monks that try to attack you. <laughs> By the way, if you don't already know that is like grab it, grab it, grab it. I'm, I'm waiting for someone to put that over a trap beat and like it's mm. the hottest song of the mm-hmm. summer. Hell yeah. <laughs> Drake, we know you listen. Make it happen. <laughs> but but it's it's this like we, we talked about like games with forced stealth sequences that often cast you 
as a different character. And I think this emerged as the, our front runner that it's like, you know, you, you say like, oh, that bit where you play as Ashley and everybody's like, oh, yeah, that bit. Mm-hmm. That was not great. Uh, where it's all, yeah, just stealth and defenselessness and running scared and, you know, trying to do puzzles while things are chasing you. And uh, it's. Can I be honest? I, yeah. I have not played Resident Evil 4 since the Wii. Mm. Whoa. Oh, actually. Wait, did, did RE4 originally come out on GameCube? Yes. It yes. originally okay, came that's, out on GameCube. I yeah. have not played it since the GameCube, so since I wow. don't even remember the Ashley segment. Like, that, the game in my mind is just an amazing uh, that great been, game. No. That is 05. Yes, yeah. it is 05, yeah. That's wow. the last time I, I played it at launch, Played, beat it, finished it, uh, remember it fondly as one of the greatest games of all time, but have not touched it since and can't even remember the Ashley segment. See, that's the thing. Just become old like me, and you'll only remember the best parts well, of video if, games. if you need a more recent example, I did grab this clip because we weren't sure if it should be Ashley or this other character. Reach him. That place is crawling with guards. How are you trying to reach him? Very, very... Gotta go, partner. Stand is just somewhere in there. Gotta get past that guard. Time to see if these lures Pete gave me work. Yeah, that that is Mary Jane in the uh, PS4 Spider-Man. Ooh, one of her Mary stealth Jane. stealth sequences. Right. Every time mm. where it was either Mary Jane's or Miles, I was like. I'm going to step away from the game a little bit. Mm-hmm. A game that I I really love. I really love. I'm yeah. just mm, I hate this part. I yeah. hate it so much. And I I would ar- actually argue this is less iconic than the Ashley bit, but it's a bit more annoying because it's like, well, here it's like, no, stay out of sight, don't be seen, and listen to conversations, as opposed yes. to Ashley, which is. Uh, here, wander past these suits of armor and hope that they don't come to life once you solve the puzzle. Oh, is that them coming to life? Stepping off their pedestals? At least stuff happens in that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I considered another Resident Evil entry for this, but then I, I actually quite enjoyed... The Sherry segments of mm-hmm. Resident Evil 2 Remake, so I feel like they've yeah. learned how to do that helpless, I am terrified and running away thing way better since 4. Like, those segments where, where you're basically playing hide-and-seek, like trying to sneak around, they're pretty enjoyable yeah. of RE2 well, Remake. Well, I think also they didn't telegraph it all that much in Resident Evil 4. There's, like, that bit where Leon frees Ashley, and then you have to kind of do Overwatch and, like, cover Ashley as she's running for this door... And, you know, just keep all these goons off of her uh, and they keep trying to carry her away. But then once she reaches the door, suddenly it switches and you're playing as her. And it's like this this jarring moment of like, wait, what the fuck? I'm I'm her now. Right. And, and I'm defenseless. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, so it's, it's a little bit. I mean, may, maybe there are people out there who love it. I've never heard from them. I would very. I'm, I mean, <laughs> with the Resident Evil 4 remake coming, I wonder how you adjust it now that you've had enough time to figure out how to make that palatable. Mm. So I, I'm very interested in that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very keen to see what they do, but, uh, you know, I, I think I know what Leon would say about it. Ashley. <laughs> you did good. I'm sorry if I was. Oh, don't worry about it. Come on. Let's move on. Number four. 
Knight. This is Arkham. Oh, Arkham Knight. Oh, yeah. Arkham mm-hmm. City. Arkham Knight uh, with the Batmobile specifically. It, I wanted to even get more specific. The Batmobile segments are fine, but it's when it's the tank sequences in the Batmobile that I could mm-hmm. not stand. They were just so repetitive. The combat was just kind of boring. Awful. Like you mean these yeah. sequences? Rattler's hit. It's still operational. Yeah. yeah. Those are the Thank you for rubbing that in, Michael. Yeah. I have a question. This sure. is a very legitimate question. Batman, uh, ever since Frank Miller's run, has basically been a ninja. Why the fuck are we so <laughs> obsessed with his gaudy, always out of the open car? It makes no No version of Batman's car makes any sense for Batman. I'm a part of the night, I am literally the shadows. <laughs> Here's my bitchin' supercar. No one must find me unless they look up my license plate. (laughs) Spoken like a man who has not seen the Batman, but I will say this. It's even worse in that movie because it's it's a bitchin' muscle car with, like, the loudest engine you've ever heard. You're like, you're supposed to be, like, secret Batman. Isn't that roar from the Palisades? If he didn't drive an insane car, how else would you know he's a billionaire? You're right. it's, It's true, but it just, like... If you were playing these missions, the Arkham games in general are some of the best forms of video game wish fulfillment I can think of. Mm-hmm. Like it's everything you ever wanted to do as a Batman in a Batman game. If your friend walked in the room during the sequence, like what game is that? And you said Batman, he's like, what? What? It, it doesn't strike you at all of what anything you'd want from a Batman game <laughs> at all. At all. Yeah. Maybe chasing down criminals or something like that, but like slowly strafing in orange mist. Ugh. Well, it's, it's, yeah. I think since you mentioned Frank Miller, I think it was Dark Knight Returns that gave him like the bat tank or whatever. And then everybody yeah. else is just like, yeah, at some point he has like fucking military riot hardware that he busts out. And uh, the Chris Nolan movie made yeah. it a tank again. Like at least because yeah. well, I mean, Nolan's stuff, it was like a stylish car. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. like if you, if you also saw like Zack Snyder's Justice League, like that yeah. totally just like, yes. yeah, he's just. Driving around shooting parademons out of the air. Like, this is totally yeah. not a Batman thing to do. When he's not branding criminals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> like, I mean, like, when you think about, like, what we have, like you said, Michael, like, it is all Frank Miller, because, like, Nolan and Snyder, like, very much cribbed, I would say, all the worst aspects from Frank Miller's Batman stuff. Yeah. Like, the very, like, very, like, paramilitary, like, the very super conservative stuff that Frank Miller was writing in, at Batman, like they kind of like distilled that, and that's kind of just been what the Batman is. I kind of also think it's the reason why, like Joker, like that version of Joker is everyone's Joker because it's like the antithesis of what Batman is. And like I don't know, it just seems weird. That a car, and it's it's never fun to play in a Batmobile. Like I I think of I'm trying to think of every Batman game. None of the games I've ever had fun playing no. in the bat, mm. like no. maybe the maybe the one the arcade game because yeah. at least then you got like a cabinet and this wheel. And that that was with. like the the Batmobile was the focus of the arcade game. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But the reason I don't really, I don't regard the Batmobile sequences so poorly in that last game is. It was optional to do the Batmobile stuff, like driving around. You could still fly around that city, just like in, in Arkham City. Mm. 
but the mm. tank things like there were certain missions where it's like no you have to be in this batmobile and i'm like no stop forcing me down this shit just like don't make me do riddler missions like those yeah, should always I, be optional i was and... about to bring up it's not just the tanks that are tank bits that are annoying Another racetrack detective, but please, do not let its unique peculiarities crush your spirit. Shall we begin? No, Dark Knight, you are not losing what little grip you had on reality. <laughs> You've merely entered a brave new world of my design. Sorry for leaving in all that uh, revving at the starting line. Fucking sound, <laughs> oh, so annoying. It, that I mean, what the this game I think was one of the last times I bought a season pass because it's like Warner mm. Brothers is promising like it was like bi monthly DLC drops, yeah. but they didn't yeah. tell you what they were, mm. and an overwhelming majority of them were racetracks <laughs> for the Batmobile. Yeah, yep. and like this fucking sucks. I mean, it, it, in any other game. I wasn't paying extra for it. They'd be great. Like in the arcade game, like, oh shit, look, it's the, it's Batman Returns, the Penguin's Ducky. Like that's neat to see that as I fly by it at 90 miles an hour. But like, <laughs> yeah. right. this does not count as regularly updated content. This is not, it, it just, I think that even more than the tank soured me on the wheeled sections of this game entirely. It was the, it was the gimmick they leaned into for that yeah. last game and they just made the wrong choice. And it's like, hope you like bad wipeout, because that's what those sequences are, is basically bad <laughs> Batman slow. wipeout. Yeah. And fucking slow. It, it, like, it just, it, and then it, it, some of those Riddler trophies, like, dude, this is like precision, precision shit, and the controls do not match this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. yeah. I saw one, like, going over footage again, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'd forgotten about this thing where you have to hit this ramp at, like, high speed, and then, like, jump out and double back in order to hit this button that's on the wall. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's like okay, that that was I remember doing that. That wasn't much fun. No, nope. I don't. I don't even want to like get into the realism of the Riddler making this many underground racetracks, even though we can't see him. Mm-hmm. And but more, if you're Batman, especially Batman in this in this game or fucking since the '90s, you have a a stealth flying thing and you still t- gas up a car and drive around it what makes no sense what are you doing, no what what are you doing? it doesn't make sense or even it's even the, the dumbest thing even oh. the stripped down gritty realism christopher nolan one like your plane picked you up on its own what the fuck do you need to park find parking for before you deal with criminals yeah hold on i gotta get in my <laughs> i gotta make sure all my car my car is straight up uh do you, can you can you uh, get a car that can that's a six foot long car. Uh, just make Robin, tilt the, the wheels ninety degrees. We're on a hill. I, I want it. I want it to drive straight at me at fifty miles an hour <laughs> at speed with the canopy open, and I'll just jump in. Nothing else will strike the uh, strike fear into the hearts of my enemies. They be driving around in this nineteen twenties Rolls Royce. <laughs> no one must know who I am. I am the knight. Then, like, why are you leaving pieces of your car around mm. everywhere? Almost every movie has your car turn into a smaller car. I I kind of <laughs> oh you're right. I kind of want the movie of like him of of Batman hitting like Gotham traffic and his super wieldy fucking limousine. That's basically what it is. It's just like all right, go move. All right, light screen, go go. It's just like honking horn. That's what I want. That's what I want, Batman. All I want is a mod for this game that features Paul Dano's version of the Riddler, but just the part where he does like his signature, like, 
annoys when like bad stuff starts to happen to him. It's, it's amazing. It's the best part of that movie. You really need to see that movie. Yeah, I'm going to watch that movie. I've actually heard he's a decent Riddler, so I'm excited about that. I'm just happy to see the the Riddler back. I was, I was just a huge Frank Gorshin fan. This little kid, yeah. <laughs> I love the fucking Riddler. Uh, not since Hush have I seen him like really used at all in like any medium. Is is Jim Carrey the only other actor who's portrayed him in a Batman movie? In a live action movie, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I, I mean, yeah, I like like Riddler like is usually domain of animation and stuff, but they've always had really good animation. I uh, yeah. just was mm-hmm. uh, commenting about like how good Riddler was in Young Justice, which, by the way, you guys haven't watched it. Those last two seasons of Young Justice have been fantastic television the ones on i mean HBO the thing Max. is though yes. like the riddler he's modeled after the zodiac killer and so yeah he would do stuff like in the movie the batman he wouldn't be setting up fucking racetracks for the batmobile <laughs> all right like he might you know it's been yeah. a few years he's been at this he gets bored with just killing people yeah. edward nigma is one of the smartest men like i love the riddler in, in uh the batman animated series because he does he would do something very stupid and convoluted like that but it is like I said, it's not about actually doing crimes. It's about fucking with Batman, which yeah. I, I super love. Yeah, the crimes are just a way to fuck with Batman and prove that he's smarter than the guy who dresses up like a bat, goes yeah. out on the town and punches people. He's like, he, he, and he's sometimes just like the Joker who pays his taxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And... Uh, he was also great in the Harley Quinn uh, yeah. cartoon where he like just... Runs on a wheel for a long time and gets really super buff, if I remember yes. right. That was the Riddler, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, that is uh, Jim Rash's Riddler, which uh, is a oh, very yeah, fun that's Riddler. He's great. He's <laughs> great in that show. Uh, yeah. uh, Harley Quinn's one of my favorite yeah. shows, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, Batman Arkham Knight, great game. The Batmobile, less great. And I think it kind of tainted the experience in retrospect. I, I think it mm-hmm. did. I think it's sort of, you know, they this... The story reaches a conclusion. I'm putting huge air quotes around that. I just don't know how serious Rocksteady is about that, even though there still is a new Batman game. But it's just like, this should have been poised to be the best Arkham game that ever was. Instead, it is not. It yeah. Arkham City kind of takes that. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, speaking of third games in series is... Number three! Although I guess Night isn't technically, but who cares? As usual, the forces of darkness have triumphed over good. Life is nothing but misery, briefly interspersed with agony. Homie, what you own? Whatever it is, you need to reduce the dosage. He's just describing his missions. <laughs> uh, uh, what game? Uh, this is uh, Grand Theft Auto uh, San Andreas. Yes. And that is Zero, <laughs> played by David Cross, who's... Uh, yeah, at the time... The most exciting casting addition I could I could have thought of. I'm a huge David Cross fan. I love his albums. Mr. Show was and still is one of my favorite shows of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arrested Development was on the verge of coming out. David Cross was huge. In loved the, his work in the Chipmunks comment. films. He's <laughs> this would have been before the Chipmunks films. Yes. Stop it. Uh, Stop. But that, like, Rockstar was already starting with kind of some surprising casting because... Celebrities weren't in a lot of games at this point. Like, and most of them were embarrassing on the PC. And just seeing, like, oh, someone from my world in this digital world that I'm very excited to to be in, and that's what makes it so fucking disappointing. I hate this section so much. I don't think I had screamed this much or come this close yeah. to breaking my PlayStation controller 
Well, the the yeah. important thing to know is that on the PS2, pretty much any time you had to fly a plane, it was garbage. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, maybe, maybe like the, the fighter jets and stuff that you unlock later in the game, those were pretty fun. But like the, the little RC planes that Zero makes you drive, uh, the planes in Vice City and even Grand Theft Auto 3, you can fly a plane with no wings. Uh, but like the yeah, but like the difference being when you're flying a plane in GTA, you're above trees and buildings, so mm. there's a lot of That's wiggle true. room for poor yeah. controls. You're, whereas you're very... all Zero's missions are weaving between buildings and trees, yeah. and the, the controls are not built for that. So, it so sucks. the first mission that he has you do is destroying remote control planes with a minigun. That's pretty cool, uh, even though you're hitting tiny targets. But after that, you have to do this shit. Berkeley has his sycophantic lackeys do all his deliveries. Well, we shall hit him where it hurts the most. Bring his mail-order model business to its knees. Launch the Red Baron. Let him get away. Punish him for his war crimes. So you're piloting a little biplane that keeps wanting to crash desperately, and you have to keep this thing on target enough to attack vans and people who are running away from you, and you will consistently overshoot the target and then have to figure out how to turn around, and it's zero course correction Mm -hmm. possible. It's technically timed in that respect. One bad move, and you're fucked. And this person, I was so excited to be in this game, he just repeats the same lines over and over again, and you have no choice but to listen. It's yeah. awful. He he also gets really dramatic in some of his later readings. What's happening, Zero? I'm off to engage with destiny, good or bad. What the hell are you talking about now? The hour of judgment is upon me, and I must ask myself if I am a sheep or a goat. Carl, will you be my second? Here are some letters. I've left everything to you in case I don't make it. Please. Already own it! What's wrong with you, man? We are crossing the Rubicon. I am to engage in battle with Berkeley. At stake, honor, and our very lives. Uh, yeah. Every, everything is about him fighting his nemesis, Berkeley, who you never see. Uh, you, you disrupt his mail-order business, you shoot down his models, and finally... You go into some basement where there's like this gigantic diorama of a battlefield and you have to clumsily fly an RC helicopter to provide overwatch for uh, the car, truck, whatever it is that uh, Zero is driving. Carl, don't be an idiot. Use the goblin to move that barrel. Get a plank from our base and make a bridge across that gap. Yeah, doesn't that sound like a fun thing you want to be doing in Grand Theft Auto? It's... It's so shocking because, like, at this, I don't think I hundred percent of the game, but I mean, I used to. Uh, up until I think four, I would restart if I die in any GTA game. I was trying to keep mm. an immaculate. Pro- I, I'm I think older you, and don't have you to had to for a while. I mean, San Andreas yeah. might have been the first one to introduce mm. checkpoints, but I don't. It might have been even later, and then they just added them for the mobile ports. Um, but I think I was still doing it then because I had I wanted to hundred percent the game. There is. No other mission in the game more difficult than this. Yeah. And, and it just, it's salt in the wound that it's, it was at the time one of my favorite people mm. is making me so sad and angry. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's, it's just impossible to skip. 
I think they refined it in later versions. So I like, think they did. Yeah. If yeah. you pick up a modern version, it won't be as big as a pay. But it's acknowledged everywhere as like the worst, one of the worst missions in GTA history. Yeah. And I, what I really love about it, because to talk about the voice acting a little, like the celebrity voice actors we were getting in games were old and a little sometimes on the washed up side. But uh, then you also had at the same time up-and-comers who actually played the games that they're starring in. And Sam Jackson, Michael Madsen, they don't have fucking shit to say about GTA. But David Cross is in the game, he said, because he begged Rockstar. He was such a huge fan of Vice City and wanted wanted to be in the game. And it's unlike all these other things, I, we have the voice actor himself acknowledging how terrible the missions are. I have a clip for you, Michael. It's from uh, Hot Ones okay. uh, that yeah. David Cross interview did a few years ago. Hold on, Michael. I got a new clip. It's Mr. B. You know, your mission is uh, a worst. pretty tough mission. I stopped. And you could do not it? listen. Nope. I stopped. I, I, I tried to cheat. Uh, I could not listen to myself. It was so annoying. So annoying. <laughs> Don't let him get away. Punish him for his war crime. Hey. No, I, can't, I haven't heard it in years. but So you were haunted by your own voice? I hated it. And I couldn't fucking do it. <laughs> The RC car thing? Or the plane? It's impossible. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and it's the most annoying voice you could ever imagine accompanying that. Smells like victory. <laughs> I just, I, I love that he's on record hating his own performance <laughs> yeah, as just, much as I did. This is the worst thing ever part of the game. And it, yeah, maybe if it was like a more serious voice that I have to, had. I mean, I spent hours on this. Did, uh, it, look, if it wasn't David Cross, they would have gotten Patton Oswalt. They wanted I, but I mean, to like, get... They would have ruined someone just, else's performance. Yeah. And you would have been just as bum. But he's, it, he's specifically shrill and annoying. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, you throw a Dennis Hopper performance in there just straightforwardly telling me to do something. Well, and he's supposed to be an annoying nerd who runs That's an true. RC shop. Mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. What if I told you you get your you get an RC car and shoot it down? CJ? I mean, so get Eddie Deason. Yes. He's, he's always available. Yes, That's... that is well, not so much now. Yeah, true. <laughs> because he's being a creep. But what about and then Marlon what about... Brando fucked Richard Pryor in the ass? What if you got uh, Jaleel White to <laughs> to voice Zero? Like, get a new, or, a new nerd. That would no, probably a, be a much more pleasant Urkel. voice, honestly. Yeah, if you're doing you do that. He has his own cannabis brand now. We talked about I, it a few episodes I, ago. I want more Urkel in media, actually. That's what, that's why I push. Yes. I want more Urkel. That is I mean, an we live in a streaming world where no nostalgia is going on mine, so please be careful what you wish for. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I'll, I'll get the gritty reboot. Yeah, I'll get dude, the one... gritty reboot of fucking Valley uh, mm-hmm. Matters. Yeah. All we need that. is one one fucking Paramount Plus executive listening to the show, and it's like, the demand is out there. I know. I hear Carl Wilson, don't bother me while I'm doing cocaine! Like, uh... <laughs> Uh, uh, no. uh, Urkel has a dual personality, and the other one's a serial killer. Yes, we can run with this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bel Air. Don't watch Bel Air. <laughs> Next one, please. Yeah, all right. Here we go. Number two. This 
This might almost be the worst sequence in any game ever. That was is beloved. It's, it's tragic and heartbreaking, and it's. I think it's one of the worst things to happen. I, I think it stalled this franchise. Yeah, um, some of you might not recognize all that music because you might not have made it that far in yeah. the fucking bike no, speeder no, 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 bike no. level like, of Battletoads. That ge- that game Oof. is a Oof. gentle, wonderful, colorful, well controlled breeze up until that point. It is. And, but here's the thing: uh, you you say that this you know stalled out the franchise, but clearly it didn't. Because it's in like every goddamn Battletoads game. It, because it has to be. It's does it. It is Battletoads. Yeah. It's like it sucks. It objectively is awful. And like like Chris said, like it's it's a it's actually not a very difficult game up until that. Part. There there like, I, there there's a documentary on Rare Replay, which I think anybody can Game Pass can download, and they they talk about like. They're trying to make this Ninja Turtle killer and launch a potential franchise. I think if this show had like a Nickelodeon show with the, you know, Nicktoons kind of creativity juice behind it, Battletoads could have been this huge fucking thing. Little edgier than Ninja Turtles, kind of for like preteens. And they get the game and like, this plays great, but it's it's too playable. It's not that it's too easy. It's that people were worried about the rental market and people can beat this in a weekend. And they're like, all right, back to the drawing board. Let's figure out a way where this is unbeatable in a weekend. And there are like three levels in Battletoads that are fucking agony, agony that are made just, just so awful. And the rest of the game is so charming and playable. So it's just, if, if you have not played the speeder bike level, understand that it's basically a really tough as nails rhythm game. Uh, you yeah. will be going along in a side-scrolling view, and you will see obstacles pop up in front of you at the right of the screen. They will flash a few times, and then they will be zooming across the screen. You will need to avoid them. And it's not enough that you anticipate and avoid things. You kind of have to memorize the track because you have to know not only, like, okay, now these two things flashing in quick succession means I'm going to have to, like, go down, up, down really fast. Sometimes you will have to jump either over low obstacles or to hit a ramp that appears in midair that will carry you over the next... That appears in midair. Yeah, at at a specific point that you need to be at. Uh, And and yeah, there's a bunch of times the game will like fake you out by like three jumps, three jumps, three jumps, and then like a uh, high barrier that will destroy you if you jump into it. it. It does all kinds of shit like that. And by the end of that level, things just get really fucking fast. These are things you cannot see, by the way. Yeah, the, at, this, at this point, they're just coming in, and you just have to know, like, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. You have to have memorized yeah. the pattern and can execute it flawlessly. I don't think I've ever done this. There's a warp hidden in the course itself, uh. and there's cheat codes to skip the level. Mm-hmm. So that's the only... I've never, ever completed this. Because well, that's the other thing, is yeah. you, you have a life limit. It's not like unlimited yeah. lives. Like, it, you basically... it Game over. Start again from the beginning because this level fucking sucks. I'm, I'm guessing yeah. a lot of people cheated because uh, newsflash, it might be a point of pride now. When I grew up, kids were proud if they knew the cheats to a game and would use yeah. them all the yeah. time. Oh, yeah. 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 It's funny. So for the recent Battletoads reboot, they had speeder bike sequences. Not That's the worst part of that game. They were fine. Mm. They weren't good, but they were fine. Yeah. And it had, the, had some decent comedy bits. Remember, fellas. These turbo bikes are rentals. You know what that means. Crash them? Exactly. Actually, that 
there was a moment in that game that I'm getting David Cross's zero vibes of hearing that voiceover yeah. about those bikes <laughs> being rentals 500 fucking times. <laughs> it, it's not as bad as the original mm. speeder bike level, but it is fucking awful. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say think... is the worst segment of the new reboot, though, there's, there's at one point late in the game, they just dropped in this random side-scrolling platforming level out of nowhere that fucking sucks. It's really? just like, why am I climbing ladders as zits or whatever fucking toad I am at the time? Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. Anyway. I just I just can't believe it was a deliberate choice to make the game nigh impossible to fuck over Blockbuster. They Do we even have a word that's the opposite of nerf? They yeah. spiked... They well, they poisoned and, the game to make it's, it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just so weird because, like, I remember a lot of the games that we used to rent multiple times were games that yeah we could very easily beat, and then yeah. be like, "Hey, friend that wants to come over to my house, let's rent this game that I know we could beat, and yeah. I might buy that because I like the satisfaction of completing something like." That's so weird to me. I didn't own Mario thing. 2 until I was in my teens. I rented that shit like 40 times. Yeah. Totally capable of beating it. And uh, I could beat that game in like 11 minutes. Uh, and- Zelda Link to the Past and Castlevania 4 were like the ones that I'd, I'd rent and beat in a weekend. And I did that like four or five times each. Yeah. It's, it's so... Un- and I think... Yeah, just... If that had one good cartoon series, hopefully on a Nickelodeon competing against the Ninja Turtles and being a little edgier, that's my vision. If the game was friendlier and more kids could play and replay it, that I think the franchise would have been much, much bigger. And it stalled out kind of in this this one. It came back a couple times, but, you know, mm-hmm. nowadays I would say, it's, it's a little bit of... Yeah. Not without an ironic insincerity. Yeah, it's, it's a joke. Is sewer surf... Sewer surfing is... A reference to the speeder bike level, yeah, in Turtles in Time, yeah, in Turtles in Time. I think that that's. I mean, I think that was that. They did that in the first arcade game. Well, Is it in the first arcade? Okay, yeah. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're no, right, no. I remember yeah. that voice going sewer surfing. It was in Turtles in Time. Time. No, yeah. no, no. But it's just like it's it's the exact same as being on a skateboard in the TMNT one. Hmm. It's just on hmm. the water. Yeah, pretty. So well. I, I, don't, I don't think they're referencing each other. I think they were trying to bite. I mean, Battletoads was very clearly trying to be Ninja Turtles. Oh, it, yeah. Yeah. God help you if you were a comic reader during that time, because it was way worse. Oh, way God. worse. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. that's, that's something I only found out, like, after the fact. that, And then it was apparently, like, in smaller press. Yeah. Like, you, you didn't it's see, like, Marvel and DC ripping off Ninja Turtles, but, like, anything independent, like, was trying, like, fucking Samurai, Penguin, Geriatric, Gangrene, Jiu-Jitsu, Gerbils, the one I've, uh, Adolescent uh, Radioactive uh, Black Jiu-Jitsu Gerbils is real. Uh, These are Hitachi, all real. <laughs> Hitachi uh, Walrus. Wait, Samurai no. Samurai Hitachi sh- Walrus. No, it- Shut up. But that's a real fucking thing. That is no, a real thing. Not. My friend unearthed the comic this week. <laughs> Jesus. I, mean, I, I guess Usagi I, Yojimbo was probably the best of those. But. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but those, that was like their friend. But like, mm-hmm. I, see, this is like you guys are now unlocking something that I because like, obviously, like I know the cartoon front, right? Like I know like Cowboys of Mesa and right. Mesa and Mars. And, and yeah. I did not know that there was a dude, whole comic book genre. Dude, I mean, th- back when you know, print medium was still huge and there was all these little companies. Yeah, dude, they were all trying to make their, their own Ninja Turtles. Every asshole with a vague idea. It was, I just went through a list this week. It was fucking torture. Torture. 
Uh, Jiu-Jitsu gerbils is a very real one. Yep. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of other ones, but I'm uh, not Nat Rat is another one that I, I actually like because it was like a meta commentary on the whole fad. That was also uh, parodying Dark Knight Returns. Oh, and they, yeah, everything lasted like two issues. Because remember, they're also indie and, and printing in black and white, which makes me hate it even more. <laughs> <laughs> trying reason. to be edgy. What's What do you think about it? Ninja Turtles, if it happens 10 years later, is a webcomic. Yeah. That's what's hilarious yeah. about it. Because it's technically a webcomic. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, the the speeder bike level like it was re- it's repeated across every Battletoads game. The one in Battletoads and Battle Maniacs, the Super Nintendo game, might be like the worst experience I have ever had in a video Whoa. game. Like as a teenager, because it fucking killed me. I I remember like trying to beat it over and over again, memorizing that shit. I think I was only able to beat it because of like this cheap controller I had that had turbo. And, like, that was the only way that I could hit the jump, like, the midair ramps. Otherwise, it, I, I couldn't time it right. It was it was just Another a fucking g- nightmare. It stands out. It scarred my memory. Like, if I think of bad experiences with video games, like, that level was number one. Another great game. Like, just so good. Mm-hmm. Marred by <sighs> idiotic yeah. tradition. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's wrap this thing up with... Number one. Roxas! 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 You did it! That was uh, awesome, Roxas! <laughs> <laughs> fucking Roxas! TL's head is in his hand. Um, doesn't find this as amusing as I'm we playing do. Playing as Roxas for like two thousand fucking years. It's not okay. The game is Kingdom Hearts too. Yeah, it's not well, that. I thought this Kingdom Hearts should get a lifetime achievement award. Yeah, they should. But we we talked a... about this, and here, here's the thing: I cannot think of a series that is simultaneously more beloved and more complained about than Kingdom Hearts. But sorry, TL, continue. Yeah. Okay, so. Kingdom Hearts, every Kingdom Hearts game, there is a bullshit, bad part of the game, mm-hmm. which sh- offsets, like, somehow the bullshit, bad story in the game <laughs> uh, <laughs> that you enjoy playing. Right, there's, I, I, there's totally, a, like, before we shit on Kingdom Hearts anymore, there's a solid action RPG component yes. in almost mm. every 3D game that is totally worth your time. Story is ridiculous. But it, <laughs> I was... I, I, I meant to look into it more, but like, tw- Kingdom Hearts is celebrating its 20 year anniversary, and Square, I think it's still Square, not Square Enix quite yet, is dabbling in different genres in a way it hadn't really done before. And Kingdom Hearts seemed to be this series where they would play with different gameplay types and throw everything, everything at the wall, and most of it sucks. Yeah. It's so bad. It, oh, from the gummy ship. To the gummy sh- the, yeah. Hey, do you want to explore worlds, all these fantastic Disney, Disney worlds? You can, but you have to play a really bad on-rail shooter, and you get to design the ship. You get to it's design still the- there in yeah. 3. They I, kept it's the still gummy there. stuff. I, I pulled think a clip from like it. Every second of gummy ship sounds exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's like more flashback. It's just, it all sounds like that. Yeah, uh, it, it it sucks. What what sucks more about three? You can only so in 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 one and two, 
you it, you traverse through these different worlds, and there's some boss fights. But in three, the only way to get the ultimate weapon is you have to explore with the gummy ship and oh hunt boy. and hunt these like these enemies in the in the sea. God damn it! But if that was it, it would be fine. Uh, there is not a good representation of the Little Mermaid world to the point where they made a Ooh. dumbass rhythm game in the second one. It's like, instead of... Dude, when we <laughs> restreamed, we played that whole game through, Brett and I, I got so fucking lost in that awful... Oh. It's The oh, yeah. first the game has a, in the first one? Uh, yeah, yeah. has a yeah. swimming level. It's, it's Already, not that's great, bad. but yeah. then the second one... The second game's like, all right, no more swimming levels. Yeah, instead you get this. Let the music move you. You can do it. Don't be shy. Let the music inside it. Dance, dance, dance. Uh, An yeah. awful, awful. And, and, and this should tell you a little bit about, man, you were saying that you don't know a game so beloved and hated at the same time as Kingdom Hearts. There's not a lot of games that encompass almost a century of beloved IP. All thrown mm-hmm. into one arguably coherent mm. No. And no, it's not. It's not coherent. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I want to hear TL. I want to hear what your least favorite part. So you said Little Mermaid, your least favorite part of but one. That, but I would, I would it, say. How much better would sequence. those levels be if they were actual Little Mermaid songs? But they didn't spring for those. I know. So I know. They're, the, they're, they're awful. And it, the, the, the way that it's written also, it's just like, you know what's a great idea? Pack as many words together as quickly as possible. That they, it you, it just a word for every single note, and they, it's not anything that flows nicely together. No. It's just a bunch of like I, I assume translated from Japanese that maybe would have made more sense. <laughs> I th- I, yeah, I think just it is trying to let you play the under the sea musical sequence from mm, right. the Little Mermaid, one of the greatest mm. scenes of all time, and I think just having that song. In there would have made this game so much less hateable, and uh. what sucks about what sucks about Kingdom Hearts is it is so the the variance, huh? Uh, the, what the, sucks the, about Kingdom Hearts is how much time you got. Yeah, <laughs> but it's the variance of like how much they revere some of the worlds, and then how mm-hmm. much they don't give a shit about some of the other worlds. Like, yeah. and yeah. It, like the if you play through. Like the 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 Hallmark is always Halloween Town, mm-hmm. tremendous. It looks great. Sora looks great. It's very Tron, fun. The, the... Tron, Steam World, Steam, uh, Steam uh, the Steam uh, Steamboat Willie World, Steamboat. so good. And then like, and then like in Kingdom Hearts three, like I really liked the Pirates of the Caribbean World when it mm. was trash in the second game, but it yeah. was really good in in Kingdom Hearts three. But then like. You had the segments like in Frozen where you have to spend like you have to in Frozen you have to accompany like you're you're following Elsa as she's singing Let It Go That's and you're doing a fight while she's singing Let It Go and no, it's just no. like she's singing and it's like I, Goofy's like what is she doing he's like I don't know, Goofy. Let's see. I, well, <laughs> like, I think that's one of the most fantastic sequences of all time in gaming. Because one, they re-render the uh, uh, oh my god, I just lost the Frozen song. What is it called? Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. They yeah. in engine, and it 
people it's on YouTube side by side. It's a fucking good job. It yeah, is no, not, it's yeah, not. They, not they, it's a good job. Too, but, that shit. That's amazing. <laughs> It, it, I don't want to. They also they put Sora, Donald, and Mickey kind of on the outskirts of the frame of the movie. They're not actually doing anything. They're just trying to find Elsa. Even worse in that, because I think the Frozen level suffers from the same problems as the Little Mermaid levels on PS2 in that they are dull to look at. Yes, there a major yeah, yeah. mission in the Frozen area is like find P- Olaf's pieces. Mm. So find. Pieces of snow in, the snow in a world entirely made up of snow. Yeah, this is yeah. going to be great. <laughs> I, I do love I, this bit from Goofy, like right after the "Let It Go" fight. You can control ice. Control it? No. Pause. All I ever do is Pause. hurt people. It's okay. Those were just the heartless. Murder doesn't count if it's not one of God's creatures. Uh, I mean, also the Big Hero Six world, like you have to do the Big Hero Six trials, and did not want to do that. Granted, I had been up for like when I was doing it, had been up for twenty four hours, and I saw the finish line, and I was like, "I'm about to beat Kingdom Hearts three. I will stay up and finish that." Big Hero Six is not one of my favorite films. Don't don't dislike it. Huge T.J. Miller fan, and no, I'm just uh, <laughs> uh, but but uh, Thank I thought you. that was that that was one of the more interesting translate. I, I thought it was it looked good, like a, a good level. No, it looked uh, good. I'm just saying, like playing those trials were not. I did not enjoy that, guys. I'm but, confused. So, what is our least favorite Kingdom Hearts part? No, it's, well, it there, has there's so a lot, but I many. The the one that I pinpointed and led with and bumped Zelda Twilight Princess off this list for because it does something very similar. Kingdom Hearts two hotly anticipated sequel and it makes you spend like the first two to four hours playing as a character named Roxas who just wants to do some errands so that he can earn enough money to go to the beach with his friends. Man, does that take you off? Yeah, that's just wrong. (laughs) It's terrible. Robert, Robert, uh, Michael, I am going to have to correct you because I can't they were not going to the beach. They were trying to go to the clock tower. There is no beach in no. Twilight Town. But, but that's that's the thing. Asshole. That's why they, they went to the train station and Roxas had his money stolen by the guy in the dark cloak because they didn't want to render a beach in this fake world. <laughs> so you're confusing, yeah, you're confusing the bad sequence from Kingdom Hearts 1, the beach sequence, with Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, yeah, there's I, so I, many I, to choose. I will Kingdom. say, Rox, oh. Roxas part is actually not that bad. It's just playing struggle sucks. I hate struggle. I hate everything about struggle. I hate doing m- menial jobs. But Roxas as a character, I actually really like Roxas. I think Roxas oh, is a no. really cool and interesting character. Oh, no. Okay, uh, so let's, let's let's talk the lore of Roxas though, because isn't Roxas like a character that exists in someone's mind or their no. dream? Okay. And I know this is a spoiler oh, for Kingdom oh, Hearts. Okay, he's gonna, he's gonna explain okay. Oh, God. Here we go. Here, let Crack me, your get, knuckles. Another thing that sucks about Kingdom Hearts: <laughs> listening to TL explain it. He's the this ghost the of the dream terrible. of Xanarkand. Uh, he no. is not. He is not. That is Titus, and he also <laughs> sucks. Um, no. Okay. So Roxas is the nobody of Ventus. Oh! Ventus. Oh! Is the guy who looks like Sora but doesn't really look like Sora from Birth by Sleep. Uh, Ventus, when Ventus basically got turned, uh, was basically about to die, went to Sora's heart. So when Sora, at the end of Kingdom Hearts 1, got 
uh, unlocked his heart to free Kyrie. Okay, it turned into taxes. a nobody. It turned into a nobody. His heart actually didn't become. Uh, we became when he became a heartless. His body didn't become a nobody. It was actually Ventus's body, which is why Roxas looks like Ventus. Okay. Huh? Somebody kill me. Huh? <laughs> I wish I was dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I, I. But I know. And, and then to like later on, like, didn't you want to know more about Roxas? No. <laughs> and they make a whole game out of it. Absolutely. <laughs> they not. give him a whole yeah. game. Here's what they feel about three three fifty eight over two days. Uh, three fifty over two days. Do you know in your in the Kingdom Hearts All in One compilation that yes. you can't play it? It is just a cutscene. Yeah, it is because, just a cutscene because it was a 3DS game, right? Like because it, it yeah. involved the touchpad. Like they get, well, they, I, I would imagine Nintendo won't let you put emulate their yeah. software. They, they just made that no, I think game. Three fifty eight was the yeah. just regular DS game. Dream Drop Distance was the three. Oh, yeah, game. yeah, yeah. Right. yeah it was, it was Didn't a, they also the make the mobile game. game just a movie on that collection? And, and that's too, and or? that's another. Yeah. In, in, I, I'm not. I have. I can accept my love for Kingdom Hearts, and it hasn't necessarily faded. It is just tepid. But if you really love Kingdom Hearts, and a lot of people do, you have had to settle for the shittiest cell phone games, Mm -hmm. promising you a continuation of the story that started 20 years ago and is no... Nowhere near wrapping up or entering any level Spoiler of coherence. Spoiler for the or, news segment. Yeah. There's but another you, one. But you have to. But that is a shitty aspect of being a Kingdom Hearts fan. There are mm-hmm. half the games suck and are just <laughs> should be reduced to a cutscene you can watch on YouTube. Even though I like Birth by Sleep, the good a lot. news is I feel like on those mobile games they lose all the Disney integration stuff, and so that's where they yeah. lose me. Like I could give a shit about Kingdom Hearts I, without Disney stuff. What you don't want to hear about the Master and the Masters of all the other different key masters about how one key master oh, Lushu no. actually ends up becoming one of the characters no. at the end of Kingdom Hearts Three. That is the spoiler. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Three, Lushu was there the whole time. It, it was Brig. Kingdom Hearts is the best worst series of all time. It is, uh, it's, it's so wonderful to love and hate at the same time. It Here's just how feels like I've... a troll for Disney and Square fans. It's like, yeah, we're combining your two favorite things, and we're gonna make the worst version of these things together <sighs> you could ever imagine. It's not. That, remember, the core gameplay is good. The the progression is good. The customizability is good. It's a really the, the fun new game. game. Three is is amazing. Three is a really fun game to play. It's just, I finished that game after being up for 24 hours because, like I said, I went to the Big Hero 6 world and said, oh, I'm about to be done five hours later about all this other bullshit, only for Sora to be like, I'm going away now, bye. Like uh, mm. Three is a really good <laughs> PS2 game that they had no, to release not. on PS4 because no, it not. took them so long it to is, develop that game. It is, a, it is actually a very well-competent yeah, like, PS4 game. Uh, it's, like I it's said, a good no. I'm not talking about graphics. I'm saying it plays like a PS2 game. It it that first part does because that was made for the PS3. But the rest of the game does it. Like they literally the Pirates of the Caribbean. Man, it, they literally the, like whole like, Disneyland summons. Yeah, like the the Pirates of the Caribbean cool. literally whole hog ripped from Assassin's Creed Four. Like it I is just, like this I just got bitter. I'm like, look, you're making me spend way more time with Rapunzel than I ever wanted. To and, spend and that's with and that's the love hate thing. It's it's what makes the series kind of hard is because levels aren't just levels, they're cutscenes. Mm. And meaning you get stuck in a world. Let's say, for example, I'm just going to say this, and I, I, I 
I actually hadn't seen Tarzan when I played the game. What? And you spend a ton of time in Tarzan and just like, I fucking hate this. You mean to tell me I'm here for the next five out four to five hours? <laughs> right. Ugh. That's where you get stuck and lost, which I did. But like Luckily, now they, I... they they front load it with Toy Story. That's a good level, I think. Mm-hmm. Like the, I like I really enjoyed the Toy Story segment of three. Oh, the so. Tangled level is amazing. Tangled, oh, it, it, it's okay. It, it just took beautiful. too long for me. I was it's like, like one yeah. of the, one of my favorite videos I ever did was I put like that part where you're sore dancing, and I put it to uh, Lionel Richie's uh, uh, All Night Long. Yeah, well, it just yeah. Fits I mean so anything well, with I Lionel Richie, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's gonna be automatically gold. better. Commodores have never been the same. <laughs> I mean, I can't argue with that. I don't know. I'm a Smokey Robinson fan myself, but what can I say? Man, fuck Kingdom Hearts. Long live Kingdom Hearts. God damn. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those. Yeah, that's a good way. See what but, I mean? Yeah, oh. it's like it's got it's got lots of things that ruin the experience, but that does not hinder anyone's enjoyment of the series. Or yeah. seem to. Mm. Anyway, that's enough of our top five. On that note, we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases of which there are very few uh some news some other stuff so stay tuned Get scratching. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on patreon.com slash laser time. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. No, we're just out of a screening of Spider-Man No Way Home, and I'm here with the most knowledgeable man I know in the field of all things Spider-Man, Chris Baker. How you doing, buddy? Uh, you're too kind. Thank you, Chris. I couldn't get tickets at all for the Thursday screening. As the Spider-Man tickets sold out real fast, crashed AMC's website. And I asked around, does anybody want to see Spider-Man at 1 p.m. on Friday? Because <laughs> it's like, I'm not dodging spoilers again. I'm just not. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i go with you again right. on Saturday, whenever you can do it, but I'm going to experience is fresh super important to me and i'm i like that the hype for this movie was like through the roof but when i saw endgame i think it, i was talking to you about it like i didn't the trailer only showed like the first 40 minutes of the movie i had no no idea what oh, yeah, Endgame yeah. was even going to be like, about time travel and all that was like completely left right. out of the i I, yeah. I i read your movie sites and all that stuff but i'm really good at avoiding spoilers but like dude the spider-man stuff just crept over into everything and when I finally walked out of the movie, I'm like, yeah, other than the post credit scene, like, that, all of that, all of that was spoiled for me, like, naturally on Facebook. Man, they broke through. I got hit by every spoiler. It was still, it, you need to see it, even if it's been spoiled, certain details have been spoiled for you. Get Bonus Time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. And welcome back to our final segment where we're just going to jump straight into what I expect will be a very brief. (laughs) 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim is out on Switch. Uh, It previously came out on PS4. Possibly some other stuff. No, it was was PlayStation exclusive. You still can't play this game on Xbox. Yeah. But yeah, this is a, a strange game that uh, 
I've never been able to get into, but it is like a side-scrolling, point-and-click style, visual novel-y adventure about uh, teenagers in 1985, who may or may not be, or, or in the mid-80s, I forget which year exactly, who may or may not be time travelers, and uh, will occasionally get into mechs to fight a giant robotic kaiju that invade the city. And it, It's like Odin Sphere, which was Vanilla's big, Vanillaware's big I mean, it, it looks like mechs, right? Oh, it looks like Odin Sphere. I would not say that, because Odin Sphere is like a 2D Devil May Cry, and this is like... 2D uh, adventure game, and then the action sequences are these like strategy bits where you're issuing commands on a map, and you can't even really see things very clearly because it's all like a computer readout display thing. So, uh, you know, this this is something I never got into, but is very, very critically acclaimed, and yeah. critics are saying it's even better on Switch because it's portable now. So, yeah. I have, a lot of, I have a lot of friends who play who play 13 Sentinels who swear by it, so yeah. I don't know. I feel like we brushed over it when it initially released, and mm. then in that year, a lot of people were putting it up for Game of the Year stuff, And mm-hmm. but it's like, yeah, you have to be a very particular type of player to appreciate this game, I think. So. Yeah. Or we didn't just get far enough into it. But. Apparently yeah. it runs quite well on Switch, so that's good, yeah. good news. Yep. Uh, Nobody Saves the World also was previously on Game Pass and now on PS5, PS4, and Switch. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's it's mostly ports and stuff. Um, the hmm. Bla- Back for Blood did get uh, Tunnels of Terror DLC. I don't think there's a game I've dropped off so hard <laughs> than for Back for Blood. I uh, yeah. played it for like a good two weeks and I was like, I get it. I thought I wanted more Left for Dead. Maybe I do. Not this Left 4 Dead. Mm. Not this kind of Left 4 Dead. I don't know how many people will play this because Back 4 Blood's still part of Game Pass, but like is the case with, I think, almost all Game Pass games, the DLC is not included. And so you either have to buy this for 15 bucks on its own or it's included in the Season Pass, which I believe is $40. So, um, yeah, it, it does include some PvE, some new modes, and, and some co-op, you know, P, uh, well, like, you know, Left 4 Dead, Back 4 Blood stuff. It's you versus all these enemies. Um, but, yeah, it, it introduces new enemies, introduces a bunch of new maps. Uh, it's more of Back 4 Blood, if that's what you're looking for, new weapons and all that stuff. But uh, I'm curious to see how many people go out and buy this if you've been playing that game basically for, quote-unquote, free uh, as part of your Game Pass subscription. So. And Chinatown Detective Agency. Oh, buddy. Who has anything <laughs> to say about that? This was a game that came to Game Pass, I want to say, the beginning of April, and I hadn't heard of it until Mr. T.L. Foster started talking about it on I hadn't checked Game Pass since Elden Ring came out, but I just want to Mm. say more praise for Elden Ring, and immediately I see this game, and I think it jogged Chinatown Wars memories, I'm like, oh, fuck, what is this? Then I click on it, and like... Oh, these screenshots! <laughs> I will never play this fucking game. It's it's a it's a retro pixels pixel art style adventure game with an edutainment angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. is that fair to say? I I think uh, the best thing that I've seen somebody describe it it is very much like where in Shanghai is Carmen San Diego. Like yeah. it is, it has like that kind of vibe to it. But it's it's a very noir style type game. Like you're you are uh, like. It's cyberpunky in like that kind of like futuristic noir style to it. Yeah, it's a cyberpunk uh, Singapore. It takes place in, in Singapore. Yeah. 
Uh, it's really, like I said, I think it's really fun. Uh, you kind of like you're trying to like investigate different kind of corruptions going on in Singapore uh, and flying to different parts of the country, parts of the sorry of the of the world because you're going to like all these different places. There's actually some action elements to it as well because you can do like shootouts and like you have to like where you where you click. Uh, you could potentially either kill somebody or like shoot the gun out of their hands. I don't know. I'm a sucker for like noir stories and for like adventure games like this. It has like very big snatcher vibes, which I love snatcher a lot. Um, mm. I don't know. I really, really enjoyed this game a lot. And it, if you have like uh, some time to pick it up, um, uh, check it on. It's on Game Pass. Uh, it's developed by General Interactive Company. Um, I think they are a. Uh, an Asian-based studio. Uh, all the voice actors are uh, Asian uh, voice actors, and it it's really fucking good. It's really, really good. Are, really are you playing it. on console or PC? Because I played it on PC, and it only was letting me use mouse and keyboard. I had the controller plugged in, and it wasn't recognizing it. Oh, baby, I'm playing on console. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I played on my Xbox Series X, but nice. I do want to try this on um, Smart Delivery. I want to try this on my phone because uh, I feel like this would also be a really good pl- you know, game. To oh, play like on, on the phone. xCloud streaming? On the xCloud hmm. streaming, yes. All right. Nice. All right. Well, let's move along to... go ahead and lead off with the news i know tl came on the show mm-hmm. specifically to discuss <laughs> sonic 2 number one at the box office <laughs> oh, this man. weekend uh 71 million dollar opening not bad not bad i think we're seeing the best video game friend it's it's not fair to say remember i think michael was on that laser time where we just went through rotten tomatoes metacritic scores best scoring video game movies in like the Further we went along and the smarter studios got and the easier it became to throw money and make a C-level movie, the better video game movies got. Angry Birds mm. was the highest rated yeah. movie until Sonic the Hedgehog. Wow. And, yeah. and Sonic the Hedgehog, again, it's it's kind of Stockholm Syndrome-y. It's not perfect, but it's fucking great compared to like what we could have gotten. It improves on the, on the first one, people are saying, and... What people like about it is it's it's remarkably true to the source material. Like this one introduces Knuckles. It's got tails in there, uh, and that- Knuckles is black. Yes. <laughs> I want that poster art on my wall. The movie poster that looks like the Sonic Two Genesis yeah. game yeah. game box is amazing. So yeah, I, like yeah. I said, I, I I'm I mean I'm not shocked at all. I was talking to uh, Greg Hahn. Uh, who was one of the uh, writers of the Sonic Boom uh, TV show? Oh, neat! And they and they, he was talking about like like those guys like the Sonic like those people are doing those Sonic movies like they really like they really oh the, actually give a shit. The about director the is like material. crazy big Sonic fan and like I I just the latest article I read from him is Jim Carrey's kind of threatening to retire and it's just like we will won't recast the role. 
there's yeah. nobody else yeah. who can do this. I also read that he wants to do a Smash Bros. movie next. Good luck with our licensing Good rights to all that. I, yeah. Hey, look, <laughs> you can't wait for yeah. Chris Learn Rock. Learn to speak Japanese. Uh, Chris Rock. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait for uh, uh, for Chris Pratt and, uh, and, so- and, uh, ben Schwartz. and uh, Vin Schwartz to find it out. Yeah. Yeah, they'll just voice every character. Yes. Chris Pratt, Chris Chris Pratt will be playing Solid Snake, Kirby, and, and the Piranha Plants. <laughs> I think I, I saw that. Like Somebody, somebody tweeted out, like, uh, you know, Chris Pratt, Mark. Mario, it's me, Mario, and then fighting with uh, Ben Schwartz, Sonic, and then Brian Cranston, Solid Snake, is like, I'm going to kill you both. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, 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 Chris was talking that Jim Carrey is basically saying this might be his last movie. Um, and, and he does a great job in this role, by the way. Like, th- this is fun Jim Carrey. Like, this is how he began his career, Ace Ventura style, and he... Mm. He, he hams up this role in, a, in the best way possible. In a, the most fascinating period of his life as a celebrity, in my opinion. But it also could be clinical depression or some other kind of mental illness is bothering him. But it also, like, he, he made nine, like, he made a hundred million dollars in the 90s. Like, he doesn't have to work if he doesn't want to. Uh, he likes to do art. But if you haven't seen the first Sonic movie, he's clearly having the best time mm-hmm. yeah. but then you see him on, I think you see him on the publicity circuit and it's like I don't want to talk about this shit I don't, I don't want to I don't want to do this can I just be Jack Nicholson where like I make a movie and I don't have to fucking talk about it for, for, right. uh, so, so right. let him do that don't chase him away from this role because mm. like this is part of the appeal and I have not seen the movie yet but all the clips I saw Jesus Christ, he is so fucking funny. God, I love Jim yeah, Carrey. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like it's getting the like you said, it's getting the best of Jim Carrey and not having to like. I think the thing that really hurt Jim Carrey in the '90s and why he goes and does like more art stuff is like kept, people kept on putting him in more like adult roles, mm-hmm. but still wanting like that Jim Carrey shtick. And like it works for Cable Guy because it's it's yeah, a subversion. That's show. The I love you, Philip Morris. I love Jim Carrey. No, no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm talking about like that's where it's like more subdued. But they want the high energy. Mm-hmm. Him. Like I think Jim Carrey, like allowing Jim Carrey to do the cartoon stuff without having the expectation of. But also, like, this actor, Tom Lee Jones, is going to get really pissed at you. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I like letting him get those right. Yeah, yeah I, I think. In terms of what Jim Carrey has fun doing, being Robotnik is not that serious. The lines on the page right. aren't very important, yeah. and he's a very one-dimensional character. So do do and say and improv whatever you want. I have to imagine he's having a great time doing it. Oh, but. he said he's having a great time. Like it, This is kind of a lark for him, and he's, yeah. he's doing it largely because of how much fun he's having. Yeah, I hope he, I hope he continues to do it. He's the only one I don't care about. Johnny Utah as oh, okay. I don't want I, like I, uh, there's some spoilers in the end credits that are kind of all over the internet. But. Okay, okay. Well, an- another actor who's having fun doing it might have had too much fun. Uh, Idris Elba, of course, plays Knuckles. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he had ideas, he had thoughts mm. about how to play Knuckles, and he had proposed when he started. I he's like, Knuckles, what if? What the fuck? He well, he said he, he he's like, what if I played this with like a squeaky, high pitched voice, and everyone was. <laughs> Super quick to be like, don't do that. Do do the opposite of that from Knuckles. That actually would have been really rad, and I'm glad he brought. Does that he have a competent there. manager? And like, that's why hi- people hire Adris Elba. His high pitched <laughs> voice. Yeah. Like, like. I w- I would like to hear an outtake with that. Honestly, I 
really want Idris Elba to do more comedy stuff. I think yeah. it's I think it's there. I think like I think I think we're dealing with a Wesley Snipes and okay. uh, my name is Dolan my situation. Like a... no one's letting Wesley Snipes be fucking weird. And then Eddie Murphy was like, "Yeah, man, no, just be weird." And Wesley Snipes, I love that movie. He is the best fucking part of that movie. But that's it's not how Idris Elba is reality. funny. Idris Elba, when he's in funny movies, he's not being weird. He's being the straight man yeah. who just acts put out at all the shit like, around like, him, like, like on Suicide the Squad. Office. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is. We don't know if that he has the possibility of that. We mm. are limiting ourselves to one former Idris Elba. I want Idris Elba to do goofy shit. I think. I think because that is. What I think is. like Wesley That's Snipes, you got to wait. He's going to have to get out his manly, gruff. Uh, let's just say a uh, lady panty went to wedding rolls, and then mm-hmm. when he's all gray, he can be he can be funny again. I mean, man, Wes. I if you guys haven't seen, my name is Double White. You should. Yeah. Wesley Snipes. In a movie full of everyone doing a great job. I was going to say, yes, we've all seen it, but then I realized we're speaking to an audience, not audience. just to each yes. other. So. Yes. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's one of my favorite movies ever. It's yeah. a Wesley Snipes line. It's a cinemagical reality. And he's talking about lighting <laughs> black people. <laughs> so good. Such a good that movie. so fucking good. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, uh, Sonic 2, also quite good. Uh, go see it. I, I I really enjoy the Sonic movies. i got to be honest. Like they're, they're, the first one's fine. Great. I just wish James Marsden was dead. <laughs> Way. So does he. Like, he's going to be Cyclops soon. Uh, he's he's harmless. I've only seen him show up in things that I like where he turns out to be worthless and this keeps happening. From Westworld to Sonic. I just thought it was funny. I saw a news story while we were talking that um, Lego Star Wars outsold Elden Ring in the UK whoa. physically, which was like, whoa. And then I'm, I'm just like, well, that is Elden Ring's been out for a month. That's after and, two months. yeah, And it's physical in the UK. But I just think like it's still funny that like this th- this franchise still has some pull. And I, we re- I, I kind of shat all over. Like a Star Wars, and um, yeah, it, new one's good. Good. the new one is really good. Like, no, 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 no. I, I'm saying like the the former ones, but mm, like yeah. th- this definitely showed me signs. Like, holy shit, this looks like a different. You know, I was going to go one way with her transition, but you bring up Star Wars, I'll go a different way. It's funny oh. you mentioned Star Wars because oh. uh, fans have theories about a certain trailer that hit over the weekend uh, oh. as part of the 20th anniversary of Kingdom Hearts, the Kingdom Hearts Four announcement trailer. Um, right. Some people thought they saw the foot of an ATST or maybe an ATAT. I forget from Star Wars. People are speculating because Disney, you know, owns Star Wars. I think they're they're thoroughly out of line. Yeah, they might, they, might they, be hey, hey, you know what? The dumbest thing to do on the internet is ever trying to gleam any theory about what's going to be in a Kingdom Hearts game from a <laughs> Nomura trailer. Good point. <laughs> Literally, don't do it. Maybe we'll get James Marsden as Cyclops because Disney also owns Marvel, and that could theoretically be in a Kingdom Hearts game. Very theoretically. (laughs) Yeah, here's what's going to be in the Kingdom Hearts movie. There will be a Moana world. Mm -hmm. Yes, okay, yes. uh, There will be a... um, There will absolutely be an Encanto world. There will absolutely be an Encanto world. Give me Luca. Someone say Luca. I don't think there will be a Luca world. I'm sorry. 
dare They'll, you. There will be a Thor to the Dark World. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they will use something. I hope they. I hope. I hope they go really weird. Like use like Brett knobs and broomsticks. Like yes, one of like the yes. most obscure one. That like, is one of my ghost. favorite Disney movies of all time. Black yes, ghost. yes, I'm resurrect listening. Peter Ustinov. Do it. I want to. I want to fight <laughs> a bunch of sentient motorcycles. <laughs> I, I want it to be Mr. Limpus. I'm a fish. Here's a, a wild, sure, wild I'm a fish. <laughs> a wild theory from your boy. I don't want to make a bunch of hay out of Sora's feet. But oh. blah, blah, blah. In the trailer, they show him with the shoes off, and he doesn't I have giant it. Mickey feet anymore. In fact, uh, up until the very end, there is no Disney influence at all. No. They're, and they're bigger feet. They're not... I wouldn't call them no, normal No, but it's... I, I, w- I, I see what Chris is saying. Even in the later games, he is proportioned very rubber hose style. Like, mm-hmm. bigger hands, bigger feet. In mm. this, his proportions are... Less like it is more realistic. He looks, he looks like a Final Fantasy 15 character. I- I'm gonna do the thing you said not to do, TL. Like in that trailer, and mm-hmm. this is the trailer for Kingdom Hearts 4 again, listeners. Sorry if we didn't say it clearly up front. Kingdom Hearts 4. He, yeah. he wakes up, and there's a girl that's talking to him, and she's like, When you got to this world, and so you're like, Oh, is he realistic looking? Because that's going to be one of the worlds in Kingdom Hearts 4. But then it kind of references it like, Well, this world's sort of like the afterlife, but to these people, it's not their afterlife, and it's like. It could all be a swerve. My question is, when do you want me to go? Because I can please. Explain yeah, okay. There's actually, uh, but as a Disney yeah. nerd, there's no Disneyland that could take place in modern mm-hmm. Tokyo. Period. Right. Nothing. All right. So, very brief, but this is spoilers for Kingdom Hearts three. So, oh, no. um, Kingdom Hearts three at a certain point, Sora dies. Uh, you fight. Yes. You fight Xehanort, you literally have to cobble Sora back together, right? Um, the ending of the game proper is, and this is Kingdom Hearts 3. The game or the, the DLC after I'm, I'm going to get to this the DLC. This is Kingdom Hearts 3, not the third Kingdom Hearts game, or even <laughs> no. the 10th Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> no, Kingdom I'm just saying, is, this is Kingdom Hearts 3, not the DLC, because I'm getting the DLC because that is an important part. Um... And Kingdom Hearts, like, when you beat Kingdom Hearts, you got everybody's on uh, Destiny Island, except Sora is 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 very famously not there. Like, they look, and Sora's not there. And Kyrie's like, I'm going to find Sora because he went and found me. Then when you beat the DLC of Kingdom Hearts uh, 3, there is an ending that you get where Sora is in Shibuya. Uh, Shibuya you fight... Yo Sora, which is the prototype <laughs> version. Oh no. oh no. Yes, because it is the prototype version of uh Noctis from from Final Fantasy. I Fantasy can't 15. wait to fight that So Sora. Uh, because be my favorite Disney character. Because what you're technically playing, that yes. last boss fight and what it looks like this entrance is Yes. Is versus thirteen. I was gonna say, is it he's Final been making versus, versus thirteen. <laughs> he has been chasing this high. So, like when you do the Toy Story World, they literally have a whole thing. It's a game called Verum Rex, which is versus thirteen. The trailer, like when you beat the game, the good ending in the DLC, it literally references the versus thirteen trailer of 
I've been dreaming. I've been having these weird dreams at night. It literally is the exact same trailer. I feel like the execs at Square need to start playing the games they're putting out. (laughs) Honestly, they're letting these creators run wild. They need to just stop him. (laughs) Uh, They need to stop Nomura and Nojima and be like, stop. From, like, from my 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 fan theory is here because they're like oh I see an ATST foot in the background. The things that take a long time are for Kingdom Hearts games coming out are a Square's development process, b Disney approvals, mm-hmm. and I think this game is going to spend a long time putting Sora in the real world, uh, looking around at Disney fandom, not treating. I travel across worlds where Disney <laughs> Disney IP our planets. I think he has to live in the real world for a little while. And I think the only reason... It, if they announce this game, I have to... Um, we, were, we, we were talking on off mic about how, like, man, is 2022's release slate disappointing? I'm like, well, no. Mostly people announce games when they're, like, three to six months off. And... In uh, Kingdom oh, Hearts Four, could game. come. <laughs> not this. I game. will be. I, I know. Will be in my but Kingdom Hearts Four could come out if, it, like, out. Square, I think more than anything, wants to make a Disney-less uh, Kingdom Hearts game. I think. I think you're absolutely correct, and I think so. The bigger thing, and the other thing that was announced, that is for lore sickos like myself, uh, were the two were the uh, two mobile games that they announced alongside with Unchained. Yeah, uh, Which I was dead. Or? Uh, missing link, Ming- missing link. Yeah. So one it's, is it's the game that they. Yeah. Well, no. One is the game. The missing link game is the game that they were announced when Kingdom Hearts three came out. Uh, it was supposed to come out that same year. Um, of Whoa. Like finishing. Uh, your, finishing. Your fucking mobile game <laughs> is five years. <laughs> like it was. Like it was supposed to come out the same year because it was finishing Xehanort's uh, story. Like that was the whole thing. It was like God, we we're finishing series. it. Um, so it will be the finishes in our story, and then there is going to be a new game that looks better. Um, that is a Union Cross uh, story, which I'm going to say you're probably going to want to read if you're caring about the lore at all. If you want to know what's going on in that game, you're going to want to read a wiki when that game comes out. Because I guarantee you, there will be a character who will introduce themselves like, Hi, I'm a plot-relevant character in this game. You know me. And you're going to be like, who the fuck is this guy? Like in Kingdom Hearts 3, when all the Keyblades come out of nowhere, and there's just the guy that if you never played Union Cross, you would have no idea who it is. He's just like, hey, what's up? And it just goes off. A, that might might be the weirdest, the, the my least favorite part about Kingdom Hearts, period, is the spinoffs and B I was so bored by everything you were saying uh, I, I didn't I didn't notice until now that we all are wearing glasses it's it's like one of the first shows who are all wearing glasses yeah even though I think that happened last it ha- literally happened last week with Greg you say that's one of the weirdest things but also this is the series that had Squall from Final Fantasy 8 but refused to call him Squall like it just renames yeah, random Leon. characters well that was a that's a Japanese it's a, it's it's also like it's a fake out. It's like oh Leon. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I wish they I wish they hadn't dropped that because it was supposed to be like Square characters are so big right now they're going to mix get in the mix with Disney characters and by the time the second one came out it's just like these aren't comparable. 
Yeah. Well, you you have a version of Safer who looks exactly like one of the kids from The World Ends With You. You have uh, Setzer just show up as like the the struggle champion or whatever that you have to fight against. With his whole orchestra, it's super annoying. <laughs> Art is just in hell. He's just in hell yeah. hanging out with <laughs> hanging out with Hades. Like, yeah. Yeah. but the, the way I know this game is not coming out this year, which duh. Uh, the demo, oddly enough, that they showed that was running in Unreal Four. They've already announced the final game will ship on Unreal 5 engine. So they have to do an engine swap already. Jesus. Just announced the game, already announced an engine swap to Unreal 5. That's a big it, deal oh to take sounds like no more a game. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> and and here's, the, here's the actual important news of this. Final Fantasy VII Remake fans, I hope you were not expecting to play Episode 2 anytime soon. Because you're not. He will get back to his Crisis Core. He's been doing two things. He's been remaking Crisis Core and Final F- and Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen. Those are the only two games he wants. I mean, He's been remaking. To be them. fair, most creators do that, right? They just give them sequel names, typically. Like Kojima's remade the same game for years. As I didn't even Metal think Gear about games. that, but I woke up on a Sunday to see Kingdom Hearts Four is announced, and I'm like, why am I exhausted? Why Why am I exhausted? Like this is. <laughs> I'm going to have to talk about this, and this is never going to come out, and I'm going to be talking about this for, like, the next four fucking years, and it's going to delay everything else I like. Oh, God It reminded it. me of waking up and reading Twitter during the Trump years. Like, that same feeling uh, returned to me when I woke up and saw this game. announcement. Like, oh, God. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. This shit again. The only other thing is that this was sort of leaked in an NVIDIA Shield leak. And everyone assumed was false because, like, wow. Kingdom Hearts 4, huh, that's never going to happen. And then it turned out to be a reality. So maybe... They also leaked it a little early because they, they put that art out. Like, they have an art out now of, like, the different four Soras. I, I, I want this to be a thing that, that is out by the end of the year. But it's just, like, how the fuck <laughs> would that happen? No, Christopher no. Atisa, if that game comes out at the end of the year, I will unalive myself. I, I don't want that game out. We will be talking about Nowhere. this game's release in our on our 20th anniversary show yeah. in 11 years. On our fucking deathbed. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh, God. Yeah. This game next year, I'll be convincing you guys, do not put this on our most anticipated games of the year yeah. list because no. that is not no. even coming in 2023. Like, come on. Um, here's a game that will come out. But I can almost guarantee you probably won't come out the way you're all imagining it because you do this with the studio's games. So Hello Games has mm-hmm. – uh, they're, they're, The studio they're, who went from Joe Danger to Joe Danger 2 to No Man's Sky. No, to no Man's Sky. Sky. Yep. So Sean Murray's out there uh, talking up their next project and sort of uh, – did he not learn his lesson with No Man's Sky? Because he's out there saying this new project so ambitious – it would, quote, seem impossible even with a team of a thousand people. And I'm like, oh dude, didn't we go through this with No Man's Sky? Where it's yeah, like, but, 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 like I mean, he eventually that. made his, you know, made good on his promises. But like, yeah. dude, do not be Peter Molyneux. He yes. not only made good on its promises, but if if forget everything you remember about the release of No Man's Sky and how disappointed you were, it was a small team who yeah. figured out an algorithm to generate a lot of gameplay out of nothing. They did do that. That's what he's promising this time. That's their 
trick is he's saying because he said this new project the team is relatively small it's not a thousand man team Mm -hmm. but it's it's the same promise he's like we've figured out a way to make it seem super more ambitious than it actually is because Mm. of an algorithm or some other we can argue all day whether that gameplay was worthwhile or you cared about collecting zinc ha 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 but like they did do that and that's 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 what programming and coding is it's the aspect of gaming i understand the least but but then they had to spend the next seven years fixing the thing Mm -hmm. they put out there where now it's a different game what if, I, what if I told you? What if I pitched to you? If I'm if I'm Sean Murray and I pitch to you, hey, we have this game. It's you know it's very ambitious, but because it's very ambitious, it's going to be in stages. And for seven years, yeah, you know it may not like when you first get it, it may not be what you want for your cup of tea. But we're learning because we're a small studio. Is this just Star Citizen? Are you pitching Star Citizen? To I'm us not. Right I'm now? just saying. Like I'm saying like. Right now, right now, what, like, uh, what they're doing with, um, I, I keep, no what, Man, uh, with, with No Man's no Man Sky, Sky. Mm-hmm. yeah, with No Man's Sky, it's just, it's so beyond of what even the scope we thought No Man's Sky could be. Yeah, like, it's, right. it's, it's, it's such a great game. Mm-hmm. I don't mind him talking it up because they've kind of shown, like, yeah, no, we will continue to work on it and get it to the point where we're looking at. Yeah, they can they can make good on that promise. Yeah, six six months when. ago, I was dating this lady, and she's got a thirteen year old kid. And uh, uh, for some reason, she brought me back to her house drunk. And I'm and all I all I can think about is having relations with her. Instead, her thirteen year old son comes out and just shows me No Man's Sky stuff for two and a half hours Jesus. until my boner is dead. <laughs> but so like like people are still playing this game. Like kids fucking love this game. That's like a and, special kind of blue ball right there, man. That is it was, it specific was, blue ball. Like, because he didn't even he didn't read my signals. It was just like, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. I streamed this game day one. Yeah, yeah. Priority. Oh god. All right. Keep going. Keep going. Show me more No Man's Sky. This is like the most unsexy thing that could possibly happen. All right. Show okay. me one more planet, and then I'm gonna fuck your mother in your right, bathroom. I'm, I was like, I'm gonna show you. Let me show you. Wait, hold on, Mr. Antista. I want to show you Sean Murray's speech at E3. You gotta, you gotta really watch it because he's. No, no, but again, he's, he's young enough to where, like, he, like, uh, that's puberty for him. Like, he, he doesn't remember yeah. Sean Murray promising anything. He he only knows what No Man's Sky is now. Right. And so mm-hmm. I, I, I yeah. think if, if if people our age who are paying attention to news can get beyond what No Man's Sky didn't live up to, it technically is a really good seven-year release schedule, the kind of thing that, like, most games promise. Like, we're going to follow up on this and keep updating stuff. And they never do. And No Man's Sky did, like, kind of to, like, maintain the reputation of the developer. Well, it it saved their reputation, but I think part of the reason they were able to do that, a lot of devs can't, they don't have this luxury, is they sold a kajillion units of No Man's Sky at launch, and so they had all that money and Sony backing to be able to to fix. Yeah, Uh, so they had money and time to fix that game, because I think Sony was like, no, no, you need need to make good on these promises. And they've, they've, they've since made better on those promises like yeah. the game as it exists now is better than they originally yeah the promised. game the game is like way better than they promised from all the false promises but but again it's it's uh what hello games did is they figured out something cleverly that other developers couldn't of how to create an infinite gameplay loop via randomness and coding I, yeah i won't even go so far as to call them false promises chris i'll correct you uh, with yeah, one I, thing I, there is i, I think you. it's what we talked about he never he never 
overpromised. It's how we interpreted what he was saying about the game. We we kind of told ourselves this narrative about No Man's Sky. And the problem I have with this news story is he's doing it again. He's, doing like it he's again. out there yeah. saying the vague but, but stuff again. But again, I, I think that's what the studio is focusing on because they learned how to make a game, like a fucking Unity game, like with Joe Danger, and then figured out, like, how could we make a infinite world of infinite planets? Let's figure out how to program. That's a hard thing to do. Yeah. And, and, and most AAA developers won't approach that because you can't have a random game. Uh, and, and we have some roguelikes now, but not on this scale. And I do think, even at the time, I think No Man's Sky, well, this is on to something. This is pretty brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this is a coding feat. And it's something I don't thoroughly understand and I'll stop talking about right now. But uh, but that's, that's it's the side of video gaming that you're lacking from this this show in particular, is I don't mm-hmm. know how No Man's Sky came to be. Because it really is something that happens on a side of gaming I don't know anything about, which is the math and the coding of, of, of games. Uh, it's a proc chain um, game. That game is the best example of procedural generation you're going to find out there. It's it's yeah, it's a it's an engineering like feat. Boring. Uh, here's a game that's not a proc gen game, or at least I don't think it is. But uh, similar kind of an indie darling story. Bug snacks. You guys remember bug yeah, snacks? Yeah, Y'all got it. PS fives. Yes. Uh, Secret horror snacks. game. You guys ready to talk about bug snacks? Mm-hmm. I am. Tell, tell me, tell me where fucking PS5's cameo is going to other platforms. Ah, it's coming mm-hmm. to Nintendo Switch and Xbox at the end of this month, the twenty eighth, okay. on Game Pass, uh-huh. alongside oh. the new expansion, which you will also get for free included, uh, called the Isle of Big Snacks expansion. So uh, this is, as you would imagine. Big ass bug snacks featured mm. in the expansion. Um, it's interesting in that it's it's one of those DLCs that takes place during the story of the main game. Which if you if you finish that game, <sighs> oh boy, oh yeah, <laughs> Michael. Yeah, no, I I love bug snacks. Like that that was also like one of the most impressive early uses of the Dual Sense because like there's mm-hmm. bits where you go out into like a snowfield and it's like I swear to God I can feel the snow crunching through my feet through the controller. This is yep. really. Neat. I I I haven't played Bug Snacks. I didn't have a PlayStation Five at the time because mm. supply chains. Uh, but now I have an Xbox and a PlayStation, so oh. I so will you'll be, be able enjoying... to play it on uh, on Game Pass. Uh, yeah, because you probably missed it. Did, did you grab it when it was as part of PlayStation Plus? Because you, theoretically, you have no, it in your because library. I didn't have a freaking PS Five. You didn't need it though. That's what I did. Is I just grabbed it on the online shop and then when i got my ps5 it was there waiting for me i probably did i'm gonna let my playstation plus uh uh, Scott, uh thing lapse because i don't care for their new thing uh, oh, stop. oh stop are you one of those people <laughs> that it's not exactly what you thought so you're going to stop your subscription to the thing you no i think already? it's i think it's actually <laughs> actively bad and i haven't <laughs> turned on my playstation in almost a year i turned on my wow. playstation to play, uh, I turn on the PlayStation Five to play Elden Ring and be like, "Damn, this looks really good on my TV." However, I have the Xbox in the office, and I play my Xbox all the time. So I buy Elden Ring again Ooh. on my Xbox Series X. Wow. I have bought wow. it twice. Dedication, um, remote play, I guess. Jesus. I um, have played all of two hours in there. 
Gang, gang. I, I, I finally got my maiden, and then I... I played a hundred uh, hours, hundred times I, more I, than you. Yeah. I turned it I turned it off to finish triangle strategy. I'm almost done with triangle strategy. Oh, my God. Someone has to, to beat that game. I have to question Someone. your life choices sometimes. <laughs> Someone really has to beat that game. I will say, shout out Greg Millo, uh, tremendous artist. Uh, Greg and I are the only people oh, yeah. I know in the world who has actually played Triangle Strategy and it's a really good game. I'll say this it's about the game to you. If I can't be if they can't be expected to give their game a real name, they can't expect me to finish their game. Just not it gonna is happen. a real game. You don't know, you're not playing Triangle Strategy, you don't understand how Triangle Strategy That is that is the, the most placeholder into, name I've ever heard for you any don't game understand in you don't understand how the name actually plays into the story that is going on in the world of Triangle Strategy. Fuck but Roxas. it's okay. You play as Roxas? Triangle Strategy will be Roxas. the game in thirty years homeless people are playing in parks. Triangle Strategy <laughs> I'm gonna yes. make a very bold prediction. Triangle Strategy in two years is going to be the game where people come back. It's like, we slept on this video game that we never even tried because we were too busy playing Elden Ring, a game that we're not talking about anymore, and what? No, WWE 2K22. Yeah, best game I've ever but, played. <laughs> but when people were like, damn, Triangle Strategy was a really great game. I can't wait for Triangle Strategy 2, two triangles, two strategies. And I'm going to be like, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Can't wait to strategize about that triangle. That game sounds like it should be exclusive to a calculator. <laughs> Bugs Next is, I think, the main campaign is like an eight to ten hour experience total. Yeah. The DLC promises another like four hours, four to five hours. So it's 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 a lot of fun, and it is so much darker than I expected. Uh, yeah, it it, it, it goes the, the some interesting in places. Yes, yes. You learn some things and go, oh, that's, oh, okay. Yeah, whoa, oh, whoa. that's fucked up. Yeah, that's why I've been doing that. Oh, well, lovely. If this, um, if it, if this wasn't with uh, Muppets, this would be like an extreme body horror game. Yeah, yes. Cool. But also googly eyes, adorable. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Isle of Big Snacks coming 428 and coming to all the platforms now. So, yeah, if you didn't have a PS5, you, you can get this on your Switch or you can get this on your Xbox. Yeah. There you go. That's all the news that's fit to play. Play Bugs next. All right. Well, let's move on to the community segment, which is always a segmenting our community. Last week's question of the week. Who's a creator that you'd like to see return to the industry or to a classic franchise, i.e. You want to see Kojima go back to Metal Gear? Uh, I don't know. TL, do you have an answer to this? I I just want to see. I want David Wise to make music again. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care where. Uh, yeah, you know what? Have David Wise get with Marvel and whoever has the Marvel Games uh, license uh, and make a Silver Surfer uh, soundtrack. <laughs> like, or, or, or just like, why doesn't? Why don't you hire that dude to score cartoon series? Like, why don't you? Why don't you hire him to score all the Marvel movies? I don't know, man. I just want Alan Silvestri Wise. is a genius, starting from uh, Flight of the Navigator into Who Framed Roger Rabbit into the Avengers. Yeah. I, I I I just want more David Wise music. Uh, I mean, if being realistically, I don't. There's not many creators that I want to see go back into a project. Like the only thing I would think of would probably be, um, like if we got like the original Mega Man creator. I, I can't believe I'm I'm blanking on it right now. Or the famous. I Mega think it's iPhone. <laughs> um, but like we also saw, you know, my number nine sucks. Uh, mm, uh, Red Ash also sucks. <laughs> like, like, do we want that? 
that? I don't know. Like, so I, I think things happen for a reason, and not all creators should go back to projects that they go on, unless again, it is, of course, David Wise making more video games. I think I he is. He he did stuff for that Battletoads game. Apparently, he, he did. I, but I, I think um, on a, on a console level, we've always been given a warped perception on who creates a game, right? PC that becomes a little clearer because you have a lot oh independent stuff there. Thank you, Chris. You got but. you got me. Uh, Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis oh. redo uh, redo uh, 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 Deus Ex. There it is. Okay. Warren Spector. I want to. Spector. Warren Ellis is the guy who writes Castlevania. <laughs> Warren Spector. I want another Warren Spector Deus Ex. There it is. Oh, or how about Warren Ellis could write a Castlevania game instead of the end? I would love that. Adapt as yeah. New X Men. God damn. The, the um, fact that Konami has not made a game based on the Netflix series is leaving money on the fucking table. Yeah. I mean, the last the last one they made was what Lord of Shadows. Let like, me ask you this, Michael: two. Can you turn it into a pachinko machine? Because that's mm, kind of their standard. Probably I mean, already. I, I, I don't like armchair quarterbacking things. I don't know anything about, but like mm-hmm. nothing screams ineptitude. Like holy shit. Hundreds of thousands of people are watching Castlevania, and you're the only people who can make Castlevania games. And you didn't. Right. You not only right. didn't do that, you didn't re-release anything. Well, you, here's what's wild. Like you bring up the Pachinko with Konami. So I've been watching like this. Like there've been uh, some really do, uh, good people have done like great videos about like the history of King of Fighters. Uh, and uh, Thoragi did a really great video. Going over like literally like like the development cycle of King of Fighters. What's stupid to me is like Konami, a very popular game company, saw what SNK did and like sunk the like literally sunk their the game division to go into Pachinko's that didn't sell and was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> like what? Like the thing how? I know how to do is too risky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, don't we remember hearing that, like, yeah, their video game business was the only one that really grew during the pandemic because nobody's going to fitness clubs or pachinko parlors. Plus, it's why yeah. it's uh, owned by the Saudi prince now. Mm. Sna- snagging up all the s and rights. Uh, when I'm done disposing of Jamal Khashoggi's bones, I'll get on a new gang of fighters. I'm hey, sorry. I the, new King of fighters, the new King of Fighters came out, and it's really damn good. It's really damn good. Mm. Uh, well, let's see. On VigiGamePocalypse.com, Oops, I peed a little, said Chris <laughs> Sawyer of Roller Coaster Tycoon. Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 still holds up after all this time and is better than every entry afterwards that he wasn't involved in. Luckily, fans developed Open Roller Coaster Tycoon 2, or Open RCT 2, to provide many great updates to the game, but I'd love to see him develop a new entry with current technology. Now, you see, that is what I was talking about. The brilliance of game design sometimes is in the boarding, the boring ones and zeros of coding. Mm-hmm. And that dude was a coding mastermind. And you can't do that forever. You can't be that. And... That's that's how the series does. The series move forward when anybody can make it. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. what 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 else could he? I'm not saying he couldn't bring anything to the series, but mm-hmm. like what he brought was a, a innovation in the programming of the game, and right. that's kind of a hard thing to readdress thirty years later. 
Yep. Does that make sense? I, yeah. I hope it don't sound too yeah. hammered. No, no. I mean, like, I, I think there is, like, at some point when you are open sourcing, like, Notch couldn't make, like, what's not, what would be Notch's Minecraft 2? Right? Like, just like, it's, it's a thing of, like, sometimes scroll. when you. Scrolls. <laughs> yeah, scrolls, which I couldn't tell you think yeah. one about. Yeah, but I mean, it's at, at some point when you are developing something like it is the genius of, hey, I'm developing like technology that you've never seen before. And how do you innovate on that? It's like, oh, I can't. It's the it's the thing of like you can't keep sh- like baking on a surprise because at the same like at, at, at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, but we've seen that. And we see people do what you've done with your stuff and do very interesting things with it. I, so I, I am reminded back? of a. Wonderful Bill Burr bit. I don't remember where I saw it, but he was talking about people calling Steve Jobs a genius and like a genius, like the dude's like an executive. Like, I want to listen to all my music on a credit card. Get on it. Uh, like, <laughs> did that? What did Steve Jobs do to develop the software or hardware of? He just had an idea. We all have ideas, but the people who m- tend to bring those ideas to fruition get lost, and that's. Kind of why we don't have a lot of famous game makers, because Chris Taylor of Roller Coaster Tycoon is one of those people. Like it's just like uh, everybody had the idea of making a let me make my own theme park, but like oh, I actually made it. Yeah, and that, 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 it's one of the things we we don't get to talk about a lot when we talk about people who create and oversee games. There are a lot of people who can like manage projects, and there are people who can find miracle coding to make a thing that didn't exist 10 years ago exist in front of your eyes. Uh, anyway, sorry. E. Hyundai says, uh, as one of five people who spent more than a few hours playing Spore in the year of our Lord 2022. What? what? Wow. Uh, Will fucking write, please. Spore <laughs> is an undeniably bad game. 90% okay, as long as you said that. <laughs> 90% of the actual gameplay is either tedious or lame or so simple. Uh, shit simple, it should be installed on my four-year-old nephew's iPad, and it's only gotten worse with age. But... Even still, it's a, a game bristling with crazy ideas and unrealized poten- potential, and we haven't seen anything uh, quite like it since. EA, as it is today, would never throw so much money at such an ambitious experiment. Nope. Um, nowadays, the only games that would uh, take this kind of crazy risk are developed by two people in Unity and never make it out of early access. Not to mention that uh, since right left Maxis, The Sims Max- has... <laughs> Sims <Sorry>. has become <laughs> uh, uh, one of the worst examples of a DLC cash grab you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be haven't had inter- a new game in years. It, uh, Sims has been really good. It's just not for you, E Hyundai. They should just call that. it The Sims Forever. Am I right? Mm-hmm. The, Sims the Sims Four is really good. Uh, it would be interesting <laughs> to see that what kind of wacky shit Will Wright would produce with a small but reasonably funded indie studio in today's video game industry. I just looked looked it up, and apparently Wright has been working on a mobile game that will never come out called Proxy, and Proxy. it sounds extremely ambitious. <laughs> It's <laughs> just and, and stupid. So forget everything I just said, lol. Yeah, right. the problem with the problem with wanting Will Wright to make a game is Will Wright will have made the game, and then you'll play it, and it'll be charming for like five seconds. You're like, oh shit, no, that's right. No, I don't want this actually. I I really don't want to play this real white game. Yeah, actually. I think I want to blame Dan Dan Amrick for um, when he was promoting Critical Path, his book, like 
saying like nobody wants your ideas for games everybody has ideas for games mm -hmm. for days it's about being able to talk to someone who can code that into existence yeah it's about and, knowing yeah. artists that can create the art it's about coding it it's about project management it's about finding funding to someone to fucking pay for you to create yes, that we game. have a, like, we have billions of ideas it's people who can bring ideas to life art even our show doesn't address that that much. We we haven't had that many programmers on. We haven't had that. Uh, we haven't talked about that many pro because they, they they don't get celebrated. It's always like the producer or the head guy or the project manager in games who gets celebrated. Well, because they know how to talk to press. That's another yeah. thing. It's 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 not that. It's the same reason we we we, we in film we talk about directors rather than about like. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying that's one of the reasons those people get put forward. A I know. Lot. And because the they Coen can speak Brothers to every cinematographer should never mm -hmm. not be talked about. But we only talk to the Coen Brothers about their cinematography. But like right. mm -hmm. that is key to what they do well. And and programmers and coders are the un 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 unloved, Unsung. unspoken heroes of gaming. We we've heard this one from the official Lazy Time uh, community on Facebook. Bobby Midkiff the second says KG Inafune. I would love to see him return to the Mega Man franchise and help make more classic style Mega Man games, something along the lines of Mega Man two or three. Uh, then he got people fighting with him in the comments about this because they're, <laughs> like, they're like Mighty Man number nine, dude, and he's like, yeah, I know, I know, but still. Okay, I will also say everything that you love about Mega Man, KJ Inafune had nothing to do with. <laughs> like that's also like Chris said, like that's the myth. KJ Inafune had nothing to do with Mega Man two or three. A lot of the dumb bullshit that's like very like Nomura esque that deals with Mega Man, that's KJ Inafune. But... I didn't say that, but um, you know, I believe according to the rumor I heard, he chose the colors of Mega Man, and that <laughs> is almost the end of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Blue and so, gold. Yeah, that is almost from that NES package. Matthew, and I'm going to butcher your name, so I'm not even going to do it. Matthew K says, I'd be really happy to see more games with a Rodney Allen Greenblatt setting the art style. Uh, the look, uh, the look of the Parappa game. No, no, no! Don't, don't do that. The to look us. of the Parappa game. Mm -mm. Um. Blew my mind at the time. You're but I will never get around. Down. I said Parapper. What do you want from me? I, what did I, you, you say? What, what did I you want. say initially uh, back in the day? You know what Parapper. I want. Parappa is how you used to pronounce that. <laughs> Look, I'm your father and I'm the rapper here, but eventually you're going to grow up and take the mic away from me. The look of the Parapper game. Go give Ma Rapper. Uh, <laughs> blew my mind at the time. Don't discount Ma but Rapper. I, She's but I never really got her out. Can you... Matthew K did not did not write this for you to talk over him about yeah. your paw rappers. Uh, the look of the Parappa <laughs> games blew my mind at the time, but I never got a re or I never really got around to trying Major Miner's Majestic March on the Wii. You shouldn't. It's bad. Uh, it feels like a shame to go out on that note. I'd love to see more games with that aesthetic. Yeah, I love Parappa a lot. Right. You don't need any more of those. Well, I, I love the art style. <laughs> as well yes like i, I think mm -hmm. it's something it, it can it can still look good in games yes. and and that miner's majestic march is kind of the last fucking squee other than like playstation battle Royale. And, and like the wii gets a lot of like snl did a whole thing about 
jerk-off motions with a Wii remote. That's really all minor, major <laughs> minors. But if you were stroking a 12-foot cock, that is the only <laughs> aspect of the gameplay. It, <laughs> that is it. You are rubbing a 12-foot cock at all times, from your knees to above your head. Jesus. Okay, but, but let me propose one thing for you. How about more um jammer lammy? Yes. Yeah, fine. Yeah, fine. I love that. Just make it work on modern TVs. On Twitter, at Dewani Rakshaw says, I, I, I was always disappointed with the black and white games. I'd like mm. Peter Molyneux mm. to make a third game in the series. He's currently developing an NFT game called Legacy. No, of course he is. People have already spent $40 million worth of cryptocurrency on quote-unquote land in a game that doesn't exist yet. Leg. Are you serious? <laughs> that, maybe that's a ball new special right there. Let's I go. Could, I could Peter not Mal. have written the latest villain thread from like right. better than this. Are I, they saying they want him to do black and white three so that he's not working on this? Yeah, it could be that. I've yes. always defended Peter Molyneux because even if even if promises don't come to fruition, you still try and make those as a game person in his position. But his embracing of NFTs, like, hmm. oh, you're just a fucking grifter. Oh, no. Peter Molyneux yeah. is all about the grift, baby. Molyneux, Molyneux gang, <laughs> grift gang, let's yeah. go. Again, it's not, it's not that NFTs won't eventually, like, have a valuable aspect in gaming. I think they might. But, like, he's too quick to <laughs> embrace this shit to raise money for something that never ever happens. I'll just say that Peter Molyneux's embracing of NFTs isn't a good sign for them eventually no. having a place. No. I'm about to say, is Tommy Tellerico next? Like, if I... Yes. If, if Tommy Tellerico is going to do the art, do the uh, music for this NFT game? Like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Classics. Oh, yeah. Uh, at Sagod CD says, I would love... Reiko Kodama to return to the Fantasy Star series and revitalize it with either a sequel in 5 or remake those classic games. It was futuristic sci-fi JRPG goodness when most games were drawing inspiration from medieval lore. Give us a new game, Kodama, please! Also, these games are easily available to play. Fantasy Star 1 has a Sega Ages version on Switch, which has QOL improvements uh, and a new map feature. The other three games are also in the latest Genesis collection and have save states and 3x speed. Go play them. It, it, this is one no. of my biggest blind spots in classic yeah, gaming. Same. I, yeah, I played like everything except Fantasy Star series because they look old and boring. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy Star 4 is quite possibly the greatest story ever written in the JRPG. What? I don't know. I, I mean, did here, here's say the thing. That? I, I, don't know. I started playing the series with Fantasy Star Online. That has been my one and only mm. point of contact wow. with it. But that was interesting enough that if you told me, like, yes, it evolved out of these games, like, I, I might actually, like, boot up an emulator and go and, and try to play Fantasy Star, I, I honestly, I object this is like i'm no bullshitting fantasy star 4 is one of the greatest like fucking games ever created and it sucks that it was on like the genesis because mm. if this was on if this was on the snes it would be everybody's oh you didn't play this yep. seminal game of rvgs like probably right yeah and yeah. It, it, 
Did Sega not sell this to you in a bundle every fucking three years? <laughs> the last. I was going to say, I think I must have this as part of. I have this a thousand times. Drive collection. Yeah. 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 Same. Play it. Play it. I'm. I'm with. I'm with Sega. Play it. Mm. That collection rules, by the way. The Sega, the Mega Drive collection. It it always goes on sale, um, especially via Amazon. Uh, you, you old so and so says uh, question of the week. I want uh, Soyo Oka, the main composer of Pilot Wings, Super Mario Kart, and SimCity um, Super Nintendo, to work with Nintendo again and bless an experimental or uh, demonstrative. Launch game with some uh, fresh tunes. Those three soundtracks are among my favorites on NES and possibly ever. I think it might speak to your age because it's all <laughs> within one year of the Super Nintendo coming out. But those are <laughs> undeniably great soundtracks. Yeah. SimCity yeah. has never had a great soundtrack mm-hmm. other than the Super the Nintendo. Will yeah. Wrighty version the of console uh, version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's never happened. All right. So, new question of the week. Uh, since Disney's going to eventually own everything anyway, what's a franchise or fictional universe you want to be added to Kingdom Hearts 4? Now, Matt, you wrote this question. Do you mean under the assumption that Disney will eventually own all fictional IP? Yes, don't don't okay. limit yourself to. It, it can be something Disney currently owns, and that's what my answer will be. But you can go out to anything fictional because they will own everything. Game of Thrones. I want to see Sora's hog. End of. <laughs> Cloud Atlas referred to movies as Disney's in yeah. the future. Right, <laughs> right. That is what we will do. I, I have a real answer for you. I saw someone put it on Twitter, like, "Hey, this is possible now," and I went, "Oh, yeah, it is," and that kind of be funny. Uh, what if the next great Simpsons game was actually a Simpsons level in Kingdom Hearts no. 4? Mm. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't want that. <laughs> uh, of all oh, things no. I want, I, I would, oh, I would the I rather not. Mm. I'd rather not do that. It'd be so dumb. <laughs> don't ha- It'd be don't so have a dumb. cow, Sora. It, what's, what's the Netflix series, Disenchanted or Disenchantment? Yeah, Disenchanted. Yeah. That would actually mesh well with Kingdom Hearts, I think. Mm-hmm. Those those characters would play well together. I have a feeling from what I've read about it that show is a better Kingdom Hearts. Okay. <laughs> to really? a degree, I really yeah, do like that show. Ways. It's a yeah. really good show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Futurama also would fit better than The Simpsons, mm. which is now yes. a Disney property, not unlike Planet of the Apes yeah. and Fight yeah. Club. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, then if if Matt's just going to say dumb shit, I'm going to say dumb shit too. And yes. I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to say I want King of the Hill. I want yes! Sora. <laughs> I want Sora to hang in the alley with with Hank and Boomhauer and what? Bill Dotry. Do they, do they own that yet? Or <laughs> yes. They didn't get all the Fox TV Yes, stuff. they did. Like, yes. Disney definitely owns King of the Hill for real. Love it. Love it. And I want it. Uh, can't wait for the new Disney movie. Uh, Disney animated movie. Bob's Burgers coming out Actually, this summer. I think it would be adorable to see Sora and Bobby interface. So yes, please give me that. That would be amazing. I, I want to flex my Disney nerd muscle just a tiny bit. And, and a long time ago, like I wrote about like things that should be in Kingdom Hearts three. And this is like ten fucking years ago at the very least. And it, Cheryl, who had been on a couple podcasts we'd done, who is a far more talented person than me. Uh, we had to talk about how to 
create an image of what Kingdom Hearts 3 should be 10 years ago. <laughs> 10 years ago, I'm like, I want Spider-Man and I want Darth Vader and like, you know, all the stuff that Disney's acquired. But the thing I wanted in the center of the image was Humphrey the Bear. Um, one of the most unsung classic Disney stars. <laughs> he, uh, here's his catchphrase. <sighs> he doesn't talk. He just sort of sighs. But he's had to, in stealth missions, play a bear rug. He's had to clean up trash with Sterling Holloway. With uh, did you ever see? I've never seen people. I've even done community service, and I've never cleaned up trash with that that like stick with a needle on it. Because like, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I know, I know who this character is. Yes, he's sort of featured on the the Disney's California Adventure Rapids ride, but not really. Like they yeah, they just no make no the bear no. Look his his face is there. Him. His face is on the ride, but like it's it's like a. A character that never really became successful for Disney while they were still making short-form animation, which was kind of failing in the 50s. But he is... All of his cartoons are the funniest. And what he does is dodge bees, clean trash, and hide uh, as a bear rug. So all of those are gameplay elements. Unlike stuff Donald Duck does or... You know, Mickey Mouse. He's way funnier than Yogi. Yeah, he's basically will, like, he's what if not. Yogi was trying to be good? Humphrey, okay. Humphrey okay. the Bear. What the Look fuck it up. is this? Uh, I know Humphrey Bear. I am not getting attacked for Yogi stuff right now. Humphrey the Bear is the shit. It's it's technically like he has the most flawless career in all Disney history. He's got like five cartoons. They're all brilliant. I do have an actual real answer, which is the Black Cauldron. I want a full. I've mm. I've wanted it. I've wanted it forever. I want. The Black Cauldron, like, everyone's weird about fucking hyper fantasy anyway, and, like, n that's the one thing Sora hasn't done is full-on hyper fantasy, and, like, it's an IP that Dizzy doesn't give a shit about, so just do the Black Cauldron, that'd be so dope. It featured prominently, was it Paris had, like, a whole, no, it was Japan. There was an entire, like, live show yes. where they had to train actors to read Black wow. Cauldron lines that I wow. think is gone now. Yeah, the, it was, the Horn King underneath the Japanese the castle. castle. Yeah, yeah like, he, it, it, like, it was the scariest Disney thing. And he, you can see YouTube videos of it. It's fucked yeah. up. The Horn yeah. King. Uh, it's like the only reference to Satan in a Disney park. Like yeah. it's, it's, well, it's messed. Uh, well, he's, he's got like a skull oh, with antlers. He's even creepier than that. Yeah, but, yeah. No, no, but it's, it, it's worse than that because it's it's also like we just talked about that Euro Disney on 302010 Euro Disney opened 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's owned by Disney. The Tokyo Disney things are not owned by Disney. They yeah, license licensed. their shit they're, they're and, and occasionally do things Disney might not do. And that this is the perfect example of that. When it opened up in the early 80s, it's like, yeah, the Black Cauldron is going to be every, the thing everyone's talking about <laughs> for years and yeah. years and years. We'll make them the star of our underneath basement dark dark walkthrough. It's so fucking weird. It's, it's yeah. weird. 
I have theories why that movie didn't do well. That's another podcast. I have theories why that movie didn't. Do oh no, well. it's it's one of the worst adaptations of all time. I, I mean, yeah, I remember yeah, I, I watched it recently as an adult, like a few years ago, because like for years I idealized it's like, oh, that was so scary when I was a kid. But it's like I love this fantasy series when I got older, the, this novel series, and like it. It's one of Disney's darkest works, and like, oh, it's so interesting, and and it just didn't. It it probably just failed because it was too dark, and people weren't prepared for it. And then I watched, it's like. Oh no! It failed because it's terrible. It's because yeah, it, it fucking sucks. What's a worse adaptation, that or the Last Unicorn? Definitely that. Definitely, Definitely that. The, the Last the Unicorn is a hundred times more watchable than the Black Cauldron. I would, I would, I would, I would literally, if someone, if like Satan's, like you can kill Peter S. Beagle or Robert Klein, and I choose Peter S. Beagle because I want to hear the <laughs> the the. the the fucking hummingbird sing about the muffin man. I love the last unicorn. I'm going to go watch that right after we were. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to flex my Disney nerd muscle for you, Chris, and and, and put a little like uh, a plus, a bonus answer for this as a collectible in Kingdom Hearts Four. Give me Duffy the Disney bear oh, shit. as a collectible. He doesn't exist. He's never done anything. <laughs> he is a character only created solely for the parks as merchandise. It is a teddy bear with a Mickey Mouse, like a hidden Mickey on his no, foot. And well, it's- the uh, the story in, in, in Japan is he is Mickey's teddy bear. Mm-hmm. And um, he would hide different places and you could line up here to buy them. And it never really took off in America, but in Japan it is huge. Huge Duffy yeah, so is Duffy big the Disney Bear as a collectible in Kingdom Hearts Four. That'd be rad. Yeah, just hmm. any reference to Duffy would be cool anyway. And I'm He's very, adorable. I'm very, I feel very fortunate suit. that I've been to Disney Japan and seen it in person. Yep. All Michael, right. did you answer? Yeah, I said Game of Thrones. So oh, it was hard. Okay, that was your real. Okay, I, I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna happen for well, another like, two years uh-huh. until <laughs> yeah. Warner Brothers and Disney merge, which they will. Yeah. And in that case, Harry Potter, I guess. Well, not really. Not Harry. No, fuck the Wizarding World. No. Like seriously, people, if you don't think you're living through history, you are going to watch all these companies combine into one in the next less than ten years. Yeah, and you're then in, you're another ten years. I know that Space Jam was kind of the first Ready Player One, but Kingdom Hearts was also sort of a Ready Player One. Before How is time. Space Jam the first? Space Jam was not a Ready Player One. Thank you. It was two properties. It was Michael Jordan and uh, Looney the, the new one is a Ready Player. The one. new one's a Ready Player That's One, and it two fucking properties, sucks. It, two properties was outrageous for the nineties. That was no, uh, it wasn't. And, and, and no, tell them, tell them what was the actual Ready Player One before Space Jam, please. It's Roger Rabbit. Thank you. Oh, you're right. Thank yes. you. I, I hate the way you said that. Like I, I like dragged you out of your room. Like apologize. To I love. I love. Chris, oh, that's you know the real I, answer. Chris, there you should know be a I Toontown Kingdom Hearts world. Yes. Yeah. No. Rabbit. There's. We're yeah. not. We. We will never. We. It should be, but we will never live in a world where that happens. Mm. And or Kingdom Hearts well, is not good I enough say for that, that to happen. But man. And I haven't got a chance to talk about this ever or anything. I want to see it. That million. chip, no, yeah. that yes. Chippendales trailer. I've never wanted a movie so much in I my life. It. Yep. Yep. it looks so good. I love oh. it. Uh, so, what is an entertainment IP property that you would want to see make it into a future Kingdom Hearts? Remember, it doesn't have to be limited to Disney. It can be anything. But do think about how it would mesh with that. I guess. 
Uh, let us know. Go I want to Vig- Fritz the Cat or Debbie Does Down. Yes, Absolutely yes. not. Fuck that. At the same time, crossing over. Gross. Uh, <laughs> let us know. Go to VidgetGameApocalypse.com. Answer under the comments for episode 467. Alternately, you can hit us up on the official Laser Time community on Facebook. There'll be a thread there where you can answer or ping us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse, and we will collect and read the best answers on next week's show. Anyway, that's been our show once again. TL, uh, where can people find you? Uh, um, you can find me online at Turbo Bison. I don't want to promote any of my stuff. I do a podcast about Fresh Fritz. I do want to use this time on the air, hostaging my my promotion time Please. to say everyone should watch the movie Rock Doodle. It's really great. <laughs> it literally starts. It. it opens with Chanticleer getting his ass kicked. How can you hate a movie where fucking Rooster gets his ass kicked in the beginning of the movie? Gets so gets so depressed he goes off to Vegas to fuck off. That movie rules. Yeah. It's a terrible, <laughs> wonderful movie. And In I, my head, Cannon Chicken Little is his illegitimate son just running around. I mean, it, it could be. It could be. <laughs> that movie, he literally, it's, the owls hire another rooster to fight him. How can you hate this movie? Oh, it's such a good movie. Yeah. I love it so much. All right. But yeah, other stuff. Follow me there. Cool. Boom. Chris? Oh. Patreon.com slash laser time. We keep threatening to do it. I don't know when it'll we'll do it, but uh, we've all finished Elden Ring. Yep. Ooh. And I want nothing more than to talk to Matt and Michael about that for as long as we can. We may yeah. try to do that this Friday. I don't want to yeah. overpromise. Yeah, me uh, either. But but it's it's uh, my favorite gaming experience of the last twenty years. Um, I can't wait to talk about it. Yep. Yeah. Well, by the way, clarify. We will try to record it on Friday, yes, so yes. it would be oh, on you the will Patreon not hear it sometime after that, and then, and then put it on we'll me see. for like delaying it for like, oh god, mm-hmm. it's all my fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll let it. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, we want, but we desperately want to talk about it because um, indeed, man, we all mm-hmm. love this fucking game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, you can just hit me up on Twitter with your bad Kingdom Hearts takes. I'm at Matty C Allen M A T T Y C A L L E N. I don't care why you like Kingdom Hearts, all right? Just, just going to throw it out there. I love Disney. You guys know this about yeah, me. Matt loves Disney more. Like, the only texts I get from Matt's, like, when I'm asleep at, like, 3 in the morning are all like, uh, dude, this candle smells like the Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> so, like, the, that, that's what Matt sends me in the night. Just the weirdest um, like, shit. It's true. It's true. I can't um, deny it. Matt cares about Disney more than most people and, like, fucking hates Kingdom <laughs> It's Yeah, because it just doesn't live up to the promise. It's like, oh, I, I love Square RPGs. I love Disney. Uh, they combine them in the worst possible way. It's like <laughs> taking the wrong ingredients of your favorite recipes and throwing them together. You know? Mm. It's, yeah. No. Doesn't, uh, doesn't do it for you, me. you might be right, because, like, having just watched... Um, 302010 plug Spider-Man the movie game is out 20 years ago. Damn. I just watched Spider-Man No Way Home which has a really good way of celebrating like all these different characters and times. It works. It works and Kingdom Hearts yeah. doesn't. Uh nope. but except for when it does. It's it's a very frustrating series because it can be really good at times well, it, and really bad it for the mix majority things. of like, time. Sora's in one world and then none of those people talk. Tarzan and uh, Jack Sparrow will never speak with Sora at the same time. But like yeah. the Spider-Man movie does that because like we're ready for that as a culture. Um, 
where I don't think we were 20 years ago. It just bogs down the good stuff with so much bullshit. You're like, come on, like I'm just I'm here for this Disney interaction. Just yeah, give me that. Tell me I don't to get the gold thing, and then tell me you'll fight alongside me. That's it. That's all we need. Man, Kingdom Hearts makes it insufferable. <laughs> it was a series that was a victim of its own success. The first game sold huge, and then they were scrambling, like let's get the next thing up right away. And I just. They, they yeah, it seems like a down. thing that probably happened in like Japan, right outside of Disney Tokyo, with drinks. And like, it would be crazy if we ever did this, man. And then they did. I have to respect the fact that they had pulled it off and keep pulling off more games. Like, is it should not exist? Like, it is one of those things that should not exist. Like, Square should never have gotten the rights to Disney and then retain those rights. Only ever exists on lesser platforms. There are three games on current gen platforms. <laughs> Everything else is on handhelds and mobile. It fucking sucks! <laughs> it's agonizing! Yeah. Well, as always, you can visit us online at VigiGameApocalypse.com Follow us on Twitter at VGApocalypse or follow me personally at Wikiparas. That's W-I-K-I-P-A-R- AZ. Anyway, that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Do you suppose Donald Trump has ever owned a fart in his life? No. I don't think he has. (laughs) He probably will blame it on his wife and kids before he takes the fall for a fart. (laughs)